Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <laughs> the path of the righteous man is beset on all sides by the iniquities of the selfish and the tyranny of evil men. Blessed is he who in the name of charity and goodwill shepherds the weak through the valley of darkness. For he is truly his brother's keeper and finder of lost children. And I will strike down upon thee with great vengeance and furious anger those who attempt to poison and destroy my brothers. And you will know my name is the Lord when I lay my vengeance upon thee. Ladies and gentlemen, the Church of Laszlo has begun. Yo! Yo! What's going on, my friend? Not much. How are you? I'm great. Good. Glad to hear it. Well, did you have a nice Easter? I did. Balloon yeah. Man Day. It was yeah. uh, It was nice. It was peaceful. I got... All my brothers texted me, mm-hmm. you know, Saturday night for one, and the others uh, Sunday morning. Are we doing anything? You know, what, Shouldn't we be doing something for right. Easter? And I said, Mom's at... Uh, out of town. She's in Wichita. And they were like, oh, okay. So then I thought, am I supposed to offer? Like, do you guys want to get together? Right. And I thought about going out. And I was like, is it, can you go out on Easter Sunday? I know you can go out on all the other holidays. Yeah. Is, it, is it busy? And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit here. So that's what I did. And then mm. I played pickleball, which I, right. you were invited, but I know you couldn't make it. But we should do that sometime. I'm in. After you talked about tennis and how much it hurts your knees and just yeah. wears you out, this is way better. Okay, good. The, the court's like half the size. Yeah, that's perfect, because yeah. I don't mind playing tennis, but it right. is, you know, Exhausting. I go with the boys in the summer, and then, like, the difference between that and baseball or basketball is just yeah. unbelievable. It's nonstop. It's like soccer. Yeah. I mean, it's just nonstop. I think it's because you can't control the movement of your knees. Right, and you have I mean, to stop. you have constantly. to go the way the ball is, where if I'm playing basketball... I kind of I control yeah. where I'm moving. Yeah, you know, and you're just constantly doing those stop and turns in tennis <laughs> yeah. because of wherever the ball's going. This place, what's that place called? Do you know the place that's not going? Chicken and pickle. Yeah, chicken and pickle. Mm-hmm. I think there's a North couple KC. of them. Yeah, it's like actually in the city of North Kansas City. I think it's I really just right. To go it's right there by the river. You should have come. I wanted to. I texted Martha and said I wish I could have. Well, anyway, I do think it's something. I know it's it's a it's a hail mary here, but I would I, do it. I do think that it's something that we would all enjoy. It's something that we I would could do, do together. I think it might be fun. But that's not the big news this weekend. I went and saw the Mario movie. And I, a lot of people did, apparently, because I read yeah. last night and again this morning, this thing broke a ton of records. I think they said that it was the biggest, well, it's the biggest video game movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then they said it's the biggest animated, animated movie. And I was like, wait a second, of all time? And they said it beat Frozen 2 wow. or one of those. It was huge. Yeah. Huge. Was it good? Yeah. 
Okay, because the reviews started off bad at first, and then they all got good. And I, I was like, well, wait, now everyone's saying it's pretty good. Well, I mean, you know, is it cinematic film? Right, I get it. No, but yeah, no, it's you good. You see a lot of those movies. So, you know, I, I went with Hero. Yeah. And, you know, ever since he was little, we played the Mario games. Right. That's, you know, we, I so go many before school, pass. you know, uh, and then we play after when I got home from work, and we'd look up how to beat different levels, and of we course. beat, like, five or six of those games together by and the time so he was 12, like, and we beat them all. Yep. And so... And Mario Kart, all yeah, those games. Yeah, we played that Anything all the time. Mario-related, whenever Nintendo puts it out, that's So the, the cool thing about the movie is they kind of give you a taste of all, it's a it's a story. It's basically the story of Mario, but they give you a taste of all the games. So is he trying to save the princess? Yeah. Okay. And Bowser wants to marry her. Okay. And that you know, there's the story. Yeah. What? Which is just the same video game movies, and then Mario has to go save her. Right. I mean, they made that movie in the early '90s, the live action one. Yeah. You know, people hated it, and then Tarantino said, "No, this is great," and yeah. it got and those guys. Yeah. Now it's like back a cult, in the good graces. like a yeah. cult classic. Apparently, the guy that made that movie, the original one, he. He wanted to make like a Blade Runner. He didn't want to make a mm. Mario. And they're like, hey, well, we've got a script for you. We're going to do Mario. And he's like, all right. So he tried to merge the two. I re- I've only seen it once. Did you ever see it, Snoke, on the original one? I, I, I remember like vaguely, it, but right. I never watched it. I saw it as a kid. I remember thinking, it's hard like, to watch. Is, it's hard to find. Weird. Like when we wanted to watch it, you're like, oh, really? Years ago when he was little. Uh-huh. Now, maybe on streaming services now because they've gotten so much better in five to six years. Yeah. But back then, we had to find it on YouTube. Oh, okay. Interesting. There I wasn't hate one when that, that you happens. could just go get, you know, from. Well, I don't even Anywhere. know what Netflix right. back then. I think it's maybe all I had. And in 2023, when that happens, I get genuinely frustrated. I use the Just Watch app, but I know you mm-hmm. can do all kinds of things. Just see, where is it streaming? And when I see something that says, this is currently not available anywhere, if you find it, let us know. I'm like, this can't be. Then you start down this rabbit hole. Like, it has to be somewhere. We have the internet. This movie was streaming six months mm-hmm. ago, and then they just disappear. It's totally bizarre. People said that happens to them when they were buying movies on Amazon, right? They just go away, and that guy sued Amazon. He's like, hey, I bought this movie. And Amazon's like, yeah, but you got to read the fine print. If we lose the mm-hmm. rights to stream it, it's not the same as like owning a Blu-ray. But that, but Mario isn't the big news either. So Mario was, was big news of the weekend nationally, I guess. That but, was good, man. Yeah, but the big news in this room hmm. is that... On Friday, you were talking about how much you need a car guy. Oh, yeah. I, uh, well, I didn't really find a car guy. Your son's getting ready to turn 16. Yeah. He so needs a car. It hit you all at once a few weeks ago. Like, damn, he's about to turn 16. I need to figure something out. I need to out. do it, yeah. And then this weekend, you went looking at cars. And my mom wanted to help out, and she's in town. Oh, that's nice. Right, because my grandmother bought me a car. Oh. So we've always bought we, nice. you know, And they said, hey, when kids turn 16, we'll get them a car. But she doesn't live here, so she's like, I like to be here when you guys do it. So we all went together. Uh, okay, I kind of wondered if she helped. I was like, I wonder yeah. if she chips in for that. Because oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't have grandparents. I mean, I did, but they were dead. Right. So I don't know exactly how all that works, but I know people get. I remember friends getting cars. Like, from my grandparents. grandparents helped me get a car and my first house. Okay. You know, it wasn't the whole thing, but it was, Big you know, yeah. you know, seven grand or something. You know, yeah. here's go buy furniture, you know. Yeah. I remember my ex, her grandpa gave us $5,000 one time. Yeah, like, right. What, what the hell? That was the only time I'd ever seen such a thing. Right. But I know that it does happen, and her being in town probably helped a lot. Yeah, because, for sure. Yeah, then she's there. You don't have to call and be like, hey, did you still want to help with that? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But then Lazlo, so Lazlo calls me, I think it was Friday night, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Friday night. Lazlo calls me, and then he's, he's talking about this card they're looking at, sends me pictures. Yeah. Now, I, I'm kind of biased because I've always kind of been a Ford guy. Uh so, but I'm like, well, I've got one of my best friends as a mechanic, owns his own garage. I'll text him, see if we can find anything bad. Because I didn't want to say to Lazlo. Well, it. he's like us, too. Miles. My, my youngest is not like us in the cars that he likes. Yeah. 
my oldest was like, you know, hey, you know, if we can find one, I would take, you know, something like you and Pops liked. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you're looking for Cadillacs that, and Lincoln's that and, Cadillac yeah. Lincoln, that old man car. You right. don't want something new and sporty or right. You know, and I totally get it. I was, I, I don't know if you saw. I, I was posted. like, well, don't you want like like a Nissan Versa brand? You know what I mean? Right. Be honest, brand, brand new, new with yeah. all the you know tech and everything. You know yeah, what I mean? Like yeah, time. right. Like an iPod card. Would you want that? And he's like, man. I, I don't know, man. I want he that said, Lincoln, baby. Pops used to say, you know, you haven't made it till you get the Cadillac. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, well, you know, Pops did say that. Yeah, Pops had made Pops it, Pops also made it. He made so it, I don't so know you, exactly. got, you got a ways to go there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, good start, though. You mm-hmm. know, we're all, we're all proud of you. We have high hopes. <laughs> I don't know if you saw, I posted a bunch of old pictures on my Instagram this weekend because I was digging through photographs in my attic. But anyways, I did find, get him a Lincoln. I was trying to find pictures of my Lincoln yeah. to send him because mm-hmm. I, when I was, you know, 16 or whatever, I went out and got an old Lincoln as well. Right. And so I'm like living vicariously now through Euro. First of all, Turning 16, hands down, absolutely favorite time of my life. Right. No doubt about it. I, I, I couldn't sleep for, you know, since from 14 until I was 16. I was right. up every night thinking, oh, I wish I could just drive. Getting my driver's license was a huge deal. I, I got it the morning the DMV opened on my 16th right. birthday. Getting that car running, having a car. I know things have changed. They say some kids don't drive anymore, but for me, it was massive. Plus, you know, you guys do live in the suburbs, yeah. just like I did. You know, I, I grew up in the metro as a kid. You kind of need a car. It's not like you're just going to hop on the, right. the train or whatever. Sure. So I think it's still a big deal, and I'm super excited for it. Yeah, him. me too. The car is going to be cool yeah. as He's got S. it. He, we, you know, he drove, drove me to the movies. and He did? Yeah. He's That's driven awesome. everywhere. Yeah. It's crazy, obviously, that he's almost 16 for us just because it really happened fast, like really, really fast. But also just the idea that, come on, he, you drive a Lincoln – and yeah. there's got to be party of that. There's two of them in our driveway. Right. That he kind of wanted to be like his old man. Yeah. That's that's and cool, right? Grandpa, yeah. Yeah. He's like, I want I want something like that. That's cool. Yeah. Well, you don't course. always get that. You mm-hmm. know. When I was a kid, I didn't say like I want a little tiny truck like my dad right. has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he turned 16 yeah. in June. He right? turned 16 in June. Yeah. yeah. And then in Kansas, he's allowed to drive alone to school. And to I work. don't know. Like he I still, I actually went to the police station. Yeah. With his permit. And was like, can he drive with this or not? And it took the cop like 20 minutes yeah, they to try to explain it. it to me. And I'm like, I don't. I think at the end, he was like, no, he can't. I'm like, okay. But he, he didn't seem overly confident about that. Right. And we looked up something. I think it was the Kansas you know, Motor Vehicle Division or whatever. And it said stuff on there about like driving to school, uh, driving to work. You can't have other kids in the car, right? Which that makes sense. Right. But I think this. I think, but the, the cop said his brother could go with him. Oh, immediate family. Right. I might, yeah, we might have read that actually. Right. That list that we looked at looked pretty legitimate. And I, right. As I recall, it was from a Kansas website, government website. But that's probably good because when we were sixteen, there were not those rules. You could just have anybody oh, yeah. in the car, and that's exactly what I did. Was but you couldn't drive before friends. you were sixteen either. Right. Right. I mean, just to me, the, it was very clear. Yeah. As long as you had your permit before you were 16, yeah. then at your 16th birthday, you went. Took the test. Took the test, and they gave you a license. You drove wherever you wanted. Yep, that was it. Whenever you wanted with whoever you wanted. It was that. This is like, it's like a three-tiered process. Right. I'm like, I don't. Because they've talked about raising the age to 18 so many times. I don't think you can drive everywhere by yourself until you're 17 or something. I don't really. That sounds like, right. There's so much to it. I'm like, can someone just tell me? Right. Well, I need to find that website again. I'll pull yeah. it up, but. Yeah, for me, it was you couldn't even get your permit when I was a kid until you were 15 and a half. So only six months before your birthday could you get the permit. Right. 
So to me, that seems crazy. You need a little more time practicing with an adult in the car. And they yeah. did change that. When did he get his, or when was he eligible to get his? Can't you get there's a permit a, at like 14 and Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And there's like, like I, went, I got a pamphlet, and, and it still wasn't totally clear. You could start getting a permit at 14, and it goes all the way to 17. And yeah. I'm like, well. So there's restrictions. Once you get to 17, those restrictions are gone, maybe. I think. Well, either way. Is anyway, he, is he excited? Like, do you yes. think he's losing sleep at night thinking about that car in the driveway, like I would be? Well, he's certainly excited. Yeah. Was, was he going out looking at it a lot? Mm, I don't know about that. Was he taking pictures of it? No. Man, I just—I mean, look. I, what was your first car? Wasn't it the LN Seven? Uh, that I had Escort first. Okay, so you had the Escort first, and then I got in an accident with it, and they took the engine out and put it in an LN Seven. Okay, so the Escort was your first car. Now that's not mm-hmm. like a Camaro or anything. Mm-hmm. It was a necessary thing, though. Yeah. It was like well, my dad wanted to teach me how to learn a stick. Okay. So he's like, "Let's just get this cheap thing." It was painted different colors. It was like, "I'll teach you to, to drive a stick," yeah. and then, which I thought about doing with my kid, but. I was like, oh, forget it. Yeah, a lot of cars we looked at were manuals, but it's one thing for him to know. It's another thing to have to drive it all the time. Right. But uh, so, because my dad was like, if we get you, if if you learn how to drive a stick, then it's going to open up a lot of different cars for us. Right. Sure. Although it's going away. So by the time he's old enough, you know, it probably won't be an issue anyway. But so you weren't excited about your car necessarily, but I'm sure you were excited to have a car when you were 16. Well, it was freedom. It was like, you know, a grown up bicycle. And do you know what I'm talking about? The laying in bed at night, not being able to sleep because you're thinking about. No, that I, get I don't to, know. I get to drive that car. I'm going to get to I go think do I was my more own more like when I can drive on my own, I can go to that girl's house. Exactly. Yeah, more like Go that. to people's houses, do whatever you want. I'll take my own trip to Worlds of Fun or whatever it is because I have a vehicle. And luckily, yeah. my parents were pretty liberal about it. They weren't. Right. They were just like, okay, don't get in trouble. Snowcone, what was your first one? I know you've told us. 97 Ford Explorer. Mm. Oh, yeah, you had a Ford Explorer. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Like that's uh, Kids at school probably liked that, right? Yeah, I think so. Then, I mean, you certainly didn't get made fun of I don't, I don't remember anyone it. making fun of me. I don't remember anyone saying like how cool it was. It was just, yeah. it was just a car. Yeah. yeah. It's just one of those things. Like Getting made fun of for your car is a weird thing. And yeah, you I, guys know, again, I was going to say, I don't think anybody in my yeah. high school got made fun so of So I might have just been. I mean, I had a car. Yeah, oh, that's, all that's what I thought, right? You're right. a kid. might have just been a my school thing. I don't know. But then it was like, because I was all excited about my car, my Lumina. You know, and then I get to school, mm-hmm. and kids are like making fun of me. And I was like, dude, I, I paid like $4,000 for this car. What, it's got <laughs> tinted windows. Is it, you know, 80,000 miles? What, what's wrong with it? But it was just these little jabs. And then they had like an area right. where everyone could park, but they didn't want me parking there. Mm-hmm. I wasn't allowed to park there. I had to go park somewhere else. Yeah. Because my so car weird. brought down like just the... having a car in high school, right. I feel like yeah. it's cool. Right. Like I think car. he only shied away from two cars. Where he was like, mm, "What were they? Do you remember the Hummer?" Oh yeah, he you, you told us that because I was like, "Man, I just buy you. I'm no run kidding. into stuff at man. sixteen. Like, whatever. Definitely, <laughs> whatever. I can't imagine at sixteen. It seemed like though. the safest thing in the world. I just right. drive that into a pole. Who cares? Gen Z man. Yep. And different. then the other one was uh, uh, my uncle had talked about um, selling him his Mercedes. Oh, you're like, a cop, him. uncle? Yeah, he's like, I might be a little much. So he's afraid. He doesn't want to be too conspicuous. Like, just roll up in a convertible Mercedes. And oh, it's like, a convertible? Yeah, black. I'll bet kids at his school drive nice cars. Though. I'm sure, but I think in his, he was just he doesn't like, want might, the, the extra little, attention. Yeah, it might be a little much, which I totally understood. But were you were you excited when your uncle offered? Like, hey. Uh, I was like, I'll take exactly, it. Exactly. He's like, not for you. Right. Not for you. I would have told like, you. Yo, you're selling it. that thing for what? You right. say you sell it for eight? Right. I He's like, I sell it to him for eight. I'm like, what about me? He's like, no. We probably need it for him for a backup. <laughs> the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, what do we got going on? Well, I've been living vicariously through you and your son this weekend. Sure. Because you got a car and mm-hmm. it's so exciting. And it's been a while since I've gone car shopping. I've had my car for like a long time Me now. Me too. 
Uh, usually you and I are just like, ah, the tags are expired. We'll just yeah. trade it in. Now our tags are just expired. Horrible financial decisions. <laughs> now we're just driving around with uh, expired tags. So Are yours still expired? Oh, yeah. Mind you. Yeah. But in my defense, mine expired in 2022, January mm-hmm. of 2022. But 2022, uh, Brooks expired in 2021. So mm-hmm. I'm waiting for her. Once she gets hers, <laughs> yeah. and, you know, she's, she's paid the property taxes and all that stuff. She's just like, I don't want to go to the DMV. I was like, yeah, I totally get that. Well, but, I went there and went in a little kiosk thing and it said, we don't have your... Something. Ugh, and as soon time. as I read that, I went, this is going to be too Just much. forget it. Yeah. Just forget it. My brother went eight years without having tags in his car at one point. He took the tag that was on it off after it expired and put one of those paper things that just had like a dealer's name on it. You know, those paper license plate fillers. Yeah. Like, you know, so-and-so's Mercedes or something like that. <laughs> just left it there. Eight years. Never got pulled over. And he's like, dude, why would I, why would I pay to get that thing? Fixed when that whole thing, whatever. That whole thing seems like a scam anyway. It's a you pain pay in the ass every year, right? And my just f- pay what? Just give me a license plate. I, from all I can tell, and I understand why you have it, so the police can identify whose car it is, right? So why do I have to go every year right. to get a new sticker on the same goddamn license plate number? It's ridiculous. The it's old- a license plate. It's registered to the car. The car's registered to me. I do that all once. Yep. But you make me do it every year. Why? Especially when you don't even need an inspection. It's like, right. oh, do I need an inspection? Nope. Well, then why do I need new tags? <laughs> right. Nothing is changing. The weight of the car hasn't changed. It right. should cost me the same. The property taxes, you know, whatever, however you, whatever your state does, it's such a massive right. pain in the ass. And it's a reason why when Apple or whoever it is comes out with these autonomous cars that you just order an app, people are going to be ready for it. Look, right. I feel bad for people that work at the DMV. Right, yeah. It's, it's not, not, your, not your fault. I feel really bad. That is a horrible place to be all day, yeah. just just once a year. I can only imagine what it's like to be there five days a week. Yeah. But it sucks. And and so I just drive around with expired tags. Yeah. And where I live, I live in Kansas City, Missouri. About 50% of the people there have expired tags. Yeah. Cops don't seem to care. If I have a Kansas City police officer come up behind me, I'm like, oh, well, I'm fine. Now, okay. when I go to Kansas, then I'm like, oh, I don't know what they're going right. to do. Will they notice? At one point, Lazo, I got nervous because it was like the first sunny day. And I, I have to drive through a, a cop-infested neighborhood every day to get home. They pull people over constantly. And I went out to my car here at work, and I'm parked up next to the grass of the building. And there's a bunch of mud. You know, it had rained the day before. I literally started picking up mud and splattering it all over the back of my car mm. and then covered the sticker with mud. Mm. It stuck for like a month. I drove around like that for like a month with mud <laughs> on the back of my car. I would rather do that than go to the DMV. Yeah. But as I was thinking about you this weekend, and I was looking, trying to find pictures of my car that I, you know, my Lincoln that I had when I was a kid. But I saw this uh, thing online. And I was like, oh, this is perfect because you're always getting a car, and it was the um, the things that you have to have in your car when you get a car. All mm. of these things have to be in it or should be in it. These are the, okay. the recommended things. So like, I don't know what you guys keep in your car. My stuff kind of changes. Sometimes stuff gets stolen, ends up in Brooks' car or whatever. But right. some of the stuff I do keep. So first aid kit, I've never kept in my car. No. I had a car once that had one in it, but I've never bought one for a I car. I should probably buy him one. It's probably smart. They, I don't have one of mine, though. They put them in some cars, right? Like SUVs. I've, like those Nissan I've never Xterras taken the thing on the bottom of my back end out. So yeah. there might be one in there. Probably. I know. When, when I worked at the car dealership and we'd clean them up and take them apart, some of them had... First aid kits that look like it came with it. I've never thought to myself, I need a first aid kit for my car. Right. But that's like the top thing people say that you should have. Uh, you're supposed to keep, which I do try and keep, some sort of wipes. Kleenex, paper towels, something. Keep them in the glove box. Keep them somewhere for when, you know, all kinds of things. For me, it's a lot of blowing my nose and okay. stuff like that. Or you spill something on the center console and you want to wipe it up. It's nice to have the paper towels there. Dash cam is a huge answer. I don't have a dash cam. I've never had one. So I, I, don't have one I feel like I can live without it. 
My brother has them on right. all his cars. And they're just running all the time? Running all the time when he's driving. So I feel like if you... Well, okay. He got cut off one time by this oh, guy at night on the highway, and it was definitely this guy's fault. My brother was very excited that he got it caught on tape. I was just like, for all the work and putting SIM cards in there, whatever I got to do, like, yeah. I don't know. I'm just not that interested. I feel like if you want it when the police pull you over, you have an iPhone. You have a phone Turn to record them. Right. But So dash cams are really popular. One. Now, one thing I do have, and I bought, I bought these for people... I've been thinking about something to get Euro to congratulate him for his birthday and his new car. Maybe this is what I'll get him. It's not very exciting, but a portable uh, jump box. I was thinking that I needed to get him They're one. Great yeah. to have. I ended up. He's got a cigarette lighter in there too. Oh, good. Yeah. I gave one to my niece. She broke down in the middle of nowhere late one night on a weekend, and I just gave it to her. I said, "Take this with you." So I bought another one, and now it's in Brooks' car. But mm-hmm. those things are so great. Like my neighbor woke me up the other day, just last week. He needed to jump his car. And I was like, yeah, I can help you. And I come out and I said, let me find the jump box. He's like, oh, I've got cables. I was like, no, no, no. We're not pulling another car up there and then trying to right. get these cables. The box is charged. It's ready to go. And you can leave those things in your car for months right. and they stay charged. So that is a good thing to have. Flashlight. Every car is supposed to have a flashlight. I try and keep a flashlight in my car, but I feel like every time I go to actually use it, it's dead. Because it sits right. there for too long. The batteries corrode. But you're supposed to have a little flashlight. I know a lot of people do that. A portable tire inflator, I do have. I got that because Brooks' tires kept going flat. But I just put, they plug into the cigarette lighter. And then you can put air in your tire if you lose air. You know, that only is good really if you have like a slow leak and you know you get okay, somewhere and yeah. you're like, oh no, my <clears> tire's <throat> kind of low. I mean, if you blow your tire, it's not really going to do you any good. Right. But they're cheap enough, so I do keep one in the car. One I'd never thought of is a lot of people say you're supposed to keep a blanket in your car. Oh, yeah, in and case you get stuck in the cold? Yeah, if you get injured, if there's some sort of injury right. or it's cold, you need to keep your body temperature up. I don't know if I have a blanket. Then they also say you're supposed to keep emergency cash at least $40. That's not a bad idea for when you go over those toll bridges yeah. and everything else. Sometimes you just, I don't know, I guess toll bridges. I probably have like 17 of. or 18 of mine. Whenever I get, if I, I never carry cash. Yeah. But if I ever have it and I buy something, give you like three singles back, I throw it in the center account. Yeah, it's good to just keep the cash whatever in the is in there. Because you might need it at some point. You're right. trying, don't you have to go through a toll to get to Lawrence? No, couldn't that a place that I pay you sometimes? You don't have to. But I mean, you do, right? Some people you take do. 70. Yeah, I think I pay there. Of course, in Florida, you need it all the time. Right. Now, one thing that all my friends always had in their car, and I just thought was kind of ridiculous, I never bought one, but the glass breaker. It's a little hammer. It's got the little... Yeah, my looks, grandma gave me one of those. Looks like a diamond car. on the end. Yeah, yeah. all of their no, parents... I think you should have one of those. That was, was a, like a tire gauge. had the little hammer. And yeah, had like a, it's a multi-purpose uh, an exacto knife to like cut the seatbelt. Nice. It's like just a little... Oh, it had the seatbelt cutter built in. Yeah. That's a good yeah. idea. And they usually come with a little mount so that you can just put it right up above your head or the passenger side head in the ceiling because they're real small. Right. But, you know, that's in case you... Go underwater, I guess. If you yeah, fall if you off a bridge, or you end up end yeah. up in a lake, and the and the power windows stop working, you can try and smash it open. Now, I've I've seen and watched things where they test this and say, what's the best method when your car goes into the water? Because it can be very hard to open the door. You know, mm-hmm. at what point does it become almost impossible? Do you guys know what you're supposed to do? No. You're supposed to just start rolling your windows down immediately because they say the power windows can work for like thirty seconds to a minute or two. So as soon as you get in the water, you should start going. Oh. I need to start rolling yeah, the windows down with slow power. Would do. I mean, yeah. maybe try the door first. Maybe I, yeah, maybe I'd panic. And yeah, because like, if it's only thirty seconds, I might be trying to pound that get door the door open. open. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Then I might try to kick the window. Like windows. Like, pretty, I'd try and get get that down. If you can, get I don't the know if I down. would think to use. I exactly. would think maybe in my head. I'm just saying I could. I think I would think the electronics are done. Of course. So I may be trying to kick them yep. open and pushing the door where. 
That's pretty good information. That's that's hey, this might work. Sure. Yeah, and that's what they said people do. They panic. Mm-hmm. They're trying to open the door. They can't get it. They assume mm-hmm. the windows won't work. And maybe by the time they try, they don't. But they say, like, as soon as you hit the water, boom, just roll all those windows down, get your seatbelt unbuckled, and then you can go through the window. But that glass breaker thing is probably a good thing to have because yeah, sure. I do a lot of kids at it. But this will I've always, like, it was a really small, like, I know they're this, tiny. If I'm underwater, is this thing really going to work? That's like, what I don't, I don't understand. Know, I assume it's when I'm not fully submerged. But I just think fully submerged. That, like, that really tiny get, little you know, diamond thing at the yeah. end is supposed to crack yeah, the glass. It's okay. designed to do it. So, You're right. But you have seen those things where people uh, try to break windows with bats and they just bounce off the windows. They're yeah. not always easy to break. That's true. So that thing would, you know, I don't know, but it's designed to do it. I'm sure we could find videos of people trying them out and seeing if they work. But hopefully you don't end up in a lake. That's yeah. never happened to me. did happen to a girl in my high school. She was learning to drive. No. Dad just got her a new, or got him a new 300, okay? This is like in the you know, early 2000s. I don't know if you remember what those looked like. But new 300. He lets her uh, go out with him to drive. She's got a permit. They're parked next to the lake. They live in, in a neighborhood with the lake. They're parked next to the lake in the parking lot. She goes to put it in reverse, but accidentally puts it in mm-hmm. drive. Drives it straight into the lake. She spent the next three years in high school, people just constantly making references to her car being in the water. Right. People will call her house and say, hi, this is the police. We've got a car that's in the water. They wouldn't stop pranking her. It's like, right. good Lord, man. Driving into the water, you never live that down, I guess. Well, I mean, yeah, that's scary. I've never done it. I've never gotten close. I've gone off-roading and driven through a lot I've of I've never water, heard of it. I mean, I've heard about it. Nobody that I know did it. But my nephew said a friend who died that way. Really? Ooh. You know, like, know someone who knows someone? Yeah. And what happened? You go off a bridge? I don't know the exact story because, you know. Yeah, he's not like close with you personally. Yeah, but, you know, I heard him talking about it. I think they were drinking maybe and they were in high school and he drove it into a lake and uh, couldn't get out. But the police pulled up and they saw scratch marks on the inside of him trying to get out. Goodness gracious. Flipped it over upside down, I guess. Oh, and that's the other thing. So you couldn't get out, so they, you know. Now you're really not thinking power windows. The car's upside down and you're. Code. That sounds about as bad as it gets. Uh, so maybe we should get those little glass things. You know, maybe yeah, that's not a bad those. idea. They also say you're supposed to have a lighter. I'm not exactly sure what the lighter for. This isn't an emergency. Well, you in could case r- you get stuck somewhere again, you can start a fire. Yeah, it says you could rig something up to the battery and start a fire to stay warm. Um, there was a girl. She's, she's one of Brooke's best friends, and this just happened not that long ago. I think she was going to see the Northern Lights in Alaska. Mm-hmm. So she tra- I think she lives in Seattle. She travels up to Alaska. She rents a car to drive to where she's got to go. And she has to drive through all this nothingness to get there. She drives there, and then on the way back, she's driving, and I think she had to stop for some reason. No, maybe the car just stopped. But what had happened was she didn't have the key fob in the car. So it only allowed her to drive. Oh, yeah. So she's out in the snow in the middle of nowhere. She's got no cell phone service, trying to get her cell phone to work. You know, wait, no one's driving by. I was like, Mm dude, that's another thing. Make sure you keep the key fob. In your pocket. They should be to the yeah. point now where it can like scan your fingerprint or something. They need facial ID well, for mine cars. Well, mine tell me. Right, well, it can Fob's happen. Mine would just yeah. say, Fob, not in a car. Mine too. I wonder what hers did because it was a rental. I, so. I know that just for sure because I lost my key the other day. And I went in and started it and it started. Yeah. But then it started beeping, not in car. So it's too far away. Well, it no, it's close enough to start. So I looked out. I had dropped it outside. Okay. So it knew it was outside of the car. So it's like, hey. You dropped your key. If you drive away now, it ain't going to start from wherever you go. Do you have to be on yours like right next to it? Because when we go out to the car, Brooke will try and open the door sometimes. I'm pretty close to the car, and it won't unlock for her. I have to get all the way up next to it. No, mine will... uh, It's kind of annoying. Mine shines those lights at the bottom if I come out my front door. 
Oh, it knows. The lights turn on. Oh, very clever. Okay. Another thing you're supposed to have in the car, which I do keep at all times, is a phone charger that's designated for the car. It does not leave the car. Mm. It stays there. I keep two of them. You know, there's the lightning one for iPhones and a USB-C, and I just keep them plugged into those USB ports in the center console. It is a good thing to have. You know, some, yeah. A lot of cars now have wireless chargers or whatever, but my, my car's not that new. Ice scraper, of course. He's got to yeah. have an ice scraper. I got a bunch of them that I got from the radio station like no, 10 years ago. I don't have one of mine. I'll get you one. They're good ones, too. They're like probably $20 ones. I think but I don't ever use them. Oh, right, because you park, you park in the garage or you just no, let it I run remote start it. And just let it run and run and run? Well, it'll only run for 20 minutes. With the defrost on? Yeah. Yeah, but I, you know, you, it'll, uh, I can set it to when I turn it on to do what I want. Defrost, so I just yeah. put front and rear and then. Yeah, that's, the warm up. That, that's, that's what the I do too. But I still have t- times where I, I have to scrape stuff because you know if there's an actual snow, a lot of times it won't all come off of there. So it's good to have for him. And sure. he's, he's got a big car. We'll get him one. And you're also supposed to keep sunglasses in your car, which mm-hmm. is a good idea mm-hmm. because that's when you need them the most. Fire yep. extinguisher. I've never put a fire extinguisher in my car. That to me feels like something you put in a Jeep my aunt or a got Hummer. Me one for my Explorer. Like my right. family, like my grandma got me the window thing. My uncle got me a. A it seems like most of the stuff you put like in the trunk, which maybe it doesn't help you anyway. Right, I know. Like if I need a fire extinguisher, that means I had to get out of a burning car to get to the trunk. Yeah, but well, if, just stay away from it then. I but mean, if your engine's on fire, have, though, yeah. Though. If your engine's on fire, you can jump out and grab that fire extinguisher. And go I don't want him to do that. Okay, then don't. If do his it. engine's on fire and he gets run. out of the car, run. Let the damn thing blow up. It ain't worth it. Yeah, ain't worth it. You trying to put it out? You're not a fireman. Could be worth it. It's no. <laughs> no. As if you live in an area where you get snow and ice, you're supposed to keep some kitty litter in the car in case you get stuck. I've heard that. Yeah. Uh, I've never used that. I, I'm sure he'll be fine though because he's got all-wheel drive. Yeah. Then you're supposed to keep at least one, and we do keep these in the car too. One thick plastic bag in case someone gets sick. My mm. my okay. my friend's son gets to- horrible uh, motion sickness. Okay. And he would always want to ride with me to the lake. We'd follow mm. his parents. And uh, he would throw up. It was like guaranteed. Yeah. He'd take his dream wow. me. If there's a if I know somebody who just gets sick every time we get in the car, they got to ride with somebody else. Yeah, that was the whole point. Else. Yeah. Yeah. I think somebody else. I'm not doing that. No, I think I'm my friend over to let you throw up constantly. <laughs> right. Well, at least if you can pull ride over, with your that's parents. something. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, that's yes, their problem. Right. You don't like me that much. Right. I don't like you that much. Your parents don't want to drive with you because you puke all the time, <laughs> and you don't want to drive with your dad because he bitches at you all the time for yep. puking. Yep. This is not my business. I'll see you at the lake. They thought it was funny. You know, they're like, right. okay, here you go. Here's his Dramamine right. and his plastic bag. I'm like, No, no. But also if if you have pets, they can puke in the car too, so it's good to have a plastic bag. You don't you don't want someone puking in the uh, uh, vents, you know. Yeah, I think if, no. that, if that ever happens, you just got to sell the car. I, I'm done with it. That I don't think you can clean that stuff out. But I'm not putting kitty litter in my bag. I puked in the vents on my 300 one time. Oh, oh no, oh, no. Did you sell it? No. Oh man, that's like that Seinfeld Horrible. episode. I just I feel like. You would get little whiffs of it, even if it's professionally cleaned. And even that's not what you're smelling. You might think that's what you're smelling. Like, oh, God, is that that puke? It took a while. Yeah. God, right into the... That reminds me of my mom. Not as, I mean, not right into it, but yeah, it got in there. God. Down uh, the side, then the... Ugh. Then the last ones are tow ropes. Edibles, man. Oh, edibles will do it. That'll Especially do if you mix it. it with alcohol. Yep. Tow ropes. I don't think he needs a tow rope. A change of clothing, which is a total Lazlo move. Lazlo likes good. to keep in his trunk basically yeah. enough. It's good enough to start over. He's got some clothes, some underwear, some shirts, yeah. a go bag, a, a go bag. bag. Yep, in case he has yeah. to get away. And he's just like, "Yo, will you drive by your house?" And you're like, "Oh, like heat." Yeah, mm-hmm. just keep driving. Yep, mm-hmm. you know. And you've had it since I met you. And when that girl comes out in heat, yep, give him the signal. It's like, 
I'm out. I'm out of here. Mm-hmm. And I've seen you go to that trunk before over the years. Like we have a surprise meeting and someone comes in and you're like, oh crap. And you go out there and grab a button up shirt out of your trunk. Yeah. Like, oh, this is my change of clothes for when I run away. But you had it. <laughs> and then the final thing they say is you're supposed to. And I had a jacket. Yep. You had a jacket yeah, too. In there. Yeah. And then the underwear and socks and stuff if you actually had to yeah. leave. And then the other thing, the final thing is that uh, they say everyone should have a spare tire and you're supposed to have the tools to change it. Now, a lot of cars come with the tools to change it. New cars don't. New cars just come with a can of fix a flat. I right. think like most of them. I'm sure his car has a spare tire. Do you think he knows how to change it? I didn't it? look at it. Uh, we talked about it, and I said I'd teach him. You're going to teach him, or are you going to? I thought maybe you'd be like, don't do this. We're getting you AAA. Call AAA. Well, he's got roadside service, but okay. still, I'm like, you know, man, you could be somewhere. And want to change it quick. Or, or somewhere where, you know, they don't come. Maybe your phone's not working. Like, whatever. It's a good thing to and know. Just to know, you know, the idea behind it. And I'm like, I. I think I've done it once in my life. Yeah. And chances are you're not going to have to do it. And I will get you a fix a flat. Yeah. I mean, that's the easiest way to do it. But Right. My niece's boyfriend on Christmas Day called us and said, I got a flat. I need you to come help. And he's a grown man. You know, he's like in his 20s, but he had no idea how to right. get to the spare, how to do it. We, we had to do it for him because he just didn't. Didn't right. know. I'm like, that's something that you should know. Snow cone knows but how to fix a flat. Work, right? I mean, fix a flat would work even better. A lot of times, yeah, it just yeah. ruins the tire. But you yeah. can. But it'll work a yeah, lot of times. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. Who cares? Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the twelve precious pieces of cargo they are so let instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Did your parents have any weird rules when you were a kid? Or did you have friends whose parents had weird rules? You're like, what the Like hell? what? Well, I saw people talking about rules that parents had that it's mostly their parents some of them that were talking about their friends parents but uh like uh, so this one someone claimed they witnessed that a mom told her kid not to cover they, their mouth when they coughed or sneezed because it would get your hands dirty so to me this is the kind of thing like if your parents ever said something that you t- found out later was totally wrong or untrue mm-hmm. it's that sort of thing and i know right. i had those i know there were those things but it's just hard to remember off the top of my head. One person said that he wasn't allowed to use the word fart, which I definitely had friends whose parents were very strict about the about language. words, yeah. Couldn't say fart. I, my mom didn't like dang it, I don't think. <clears throat> were your parents worried about cussing at all when you were a kid? I mean, maybe. I, I didn't do it a lot. I certainly didn't do it as much as my kids do. 
I started in fifth grade. I remember that being the day the levy broke. All, all the kids at school started cussing in fifth grade. We started cussing on our bicycles. It was like this new freedom. We realized our parents aren't going to hear us. Right. But I didn't cuss before that. And I think my mom didn't like, dang it. I know she didn't like God being involved. If I'd said Jesus Christ, forget about it. No, I could I, say that stuff. I would have been expelled. Snow cone, were you? Were your, your mom strict about it? She wasn't strict, but she definitely didn't want me cussing. But I could, I'd say freaking a lot. Or, could you say crap? I'd say crap. Did she get yeah. mad? No. Oh, I definitely couldn't say crap. Fart, I don't remember, but you know, we kind of had a like, don't talk about fart thing going on in our house, kind of like Lazo's rule. You know, hmm. enough with the farts. Well, I mean, I don't like the jokes. You know, Lazo's just like, you I'm, know, I'm with Lazo. It doesn't offend me. It's just I don't like. Right. Yeah, it's like, just, just kind of like kind of lowbrow. Yeah. Low yeah, and even like when the jackass guys did it, you know, they. They're the closest to making it funny, you know, but you're still like, yeah, that's just, I don't want to live in that world, though. Right, I don't want yeah. to live in the world that we're talking about. Parts I'm going to need you to work a little bit harder to try yeah. to make me laugh. Yeah. Uh, one kid's mom thought that drinking more than one glass of water a day would dilute the, nutri- uh, the nutrients in her body. That's true. So after the glass, they had to drink a 7 Up. Now, I didn't have that rule. <laughs> Say that again? So she wasn't allowed to drink more than one glass of water a day because if she did, it would dilute the nutrients from her food. So mm. after a glass of water, she had to have 7 Up. Hmm. We didn't have that, but we definitely had That the- sounds like something like. Parent hears. Right. And, they right. Stick and then it. like, oh, okay, yeah, that's the truth. My parent told me that, so I'll just go with that. Especially before the internet. Yeah. Your parents I mean, how are you supposed to know? Right. They just stick with it forever. I know. My dad told me tapioca pudding was fish eggs. Uh, I think you told me that, too, one time, because I don't like it. You tried to make uh, me eat it I once. just remember I had it, and I was like, what are the things? He's like, fish eggs. Like, I think it was like caviar, fish eggs. Ugh. And I was like, Bro. okay, well, whatever. And I, don't th- I was a grown-ass man. I called him. Yeah. Like, yo. That's not fish eggs. He goes, what are you talking about? And I go, you said tapioca was fish eggs. And he goes, I, I was just messing around because I thought you'd find it gross <laughs> when, when it was kid. in your mouth. And I I'm, like, I'm like, I thought, all right. I've been well, going I around saying that, it. Right. <laughs> right. I took that to heart. Like tapioca was some sort of cheap ass caviar. caviar. <laughs> yeah. Sounds fancy, doesn't it? Tapioca. I'm like, oh, I don't know. And no one knows what the hell those things are. I know they put them in mm, bubble tea, too. Know. Just, oh, who put gelatin? a slimy ball in here? It's just a gelatin? slimy round ball. Yeah. yeah. I don't understand it. I think it's made from something other than jello, a though. Slimy round ball. I've looked into it enough. I, I will not eat tapioca pudding. I will not I drink like bubble it, tea. No. Freaks me out. I don't mind it, but it's just vanilla pudding with balls yeah, I'll, in I'll it. I'll just take vanilla pudding. You know? Right. I know. I get it. But if somebody yeah. were like, hey, if this, right, I, w- I wouldn't be like, I can't. Like, I'm guessing the texture doesn't freak me out like I puke. Yeah, it freaks me out. I can eat it. It's fine. Bubble tea doesn't bother me. I still don't really know what it is. But, Lazo, your story reminds me of. Like, basically, so your dad told you it's fish eggs. You then go out into the world, and if tapioca's brought up, you're mentioning... Well, thank God it eggs. isn't. Right, but... Because it doesn't show up anymore. <laughs> right, yeah. but... Very 70s. He sent you out there with that. With that and, knowledge. Exactly, and, and it could have embarrassed you. And this brings up something else. Well, and if I wouldn't around. have found out, I don't even remember how I found out, you know, really. Yeah. But, you know, I would have passed that on to my kids. I believed it wholeheartedly. Yeah. So... There is uh, someone I know who will occasionally mispronounce words. They clearly know the My meaning. My mother of the word. does it all the time. She does. Oh, like just and you have to kind of figure out what were you trying to say. No, it's just a constant mispronunciation of words. Okay, so th- this is like a thing, and I've looked it up, mm-hmm. and it, it could even be like an actual diagnosable thing. This person definitely knows how to use these words. They just sometimes say them, and when I hear it. Honestly, my brain goes, I don't know what that means. I don't realize what they're trying to say. Brooke picks up on it. So Brooke says, hey, I think you meant to say this. Now, this has sparked this debate about whether or not it's okay to correct someone. And Brooke, yeah, says, no. Brooke says, I can't have, you know, we're family. You're in this no. house. We're in a safe space. No. I don't want you going out in the world no. saying that. No. 
You disagree? Oh, see, I agree with Brooke on that one. No. They always say there's a time and a place. I'm like, then this is the time no, and the place. No, it's not. So what you do is, so you say, I don't care what the word, tapioca, and you call it tapioca, yeah. right? I'm like, huh. So then uh, I know you say it wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, there's no reason for me. Nobody likes to be corrected. Right. right. Nobody wants that, right. right? And you know what I'm trying to say. I know what you're trying to say, and then I'm going to wait. And you're going to say it. A couple days, next time I, you know, I'll wait till it's off your mind or whatever. It doesn't happen. We can be out to dinner or something. And then I'll bring up that story. Be like, oh, look, they have pudding. You know, that crazy story my dad told me that tapioca pudding was. You correct. And then, boom, you're like, oh, have I been saying that the wrong way? You're going to go home but and look I'm it up. I'm not embarrassed. And, right. I'm not embarrassed. I don't seem like the guy who corrects everybody. Yeah. Just, you know, you don't have to do that. It, to me, it feels like you're the grammar Nazi. No one right. cares. Yeah. No one's impressed with your knowledge. Right, so... So I, wait the time. Unless it's something, like, critical. Like, yeah. hey, you can't not, you can't not know Like this. what? Like, all, you're trying to say pizza and well, it's if racist? Uh, if, if someone's given a presentation at work and, you're, and they right. give it, they practice on you and you're like... Oh, well, yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I guess. Something important. Yeah, okay. So, and we tried your thing. That, that, was the, that was the instinct, right? Like, we'll mm. work it into sentences and stuff. They didn't seem to notice that we were saying it because the word would still be said. Mm. Now, it's, I'm not just saying it's, like, a little bit off. You have to go, what What are you trying to say? And you don't want to be rude at all. But in your mind, you're going, well, what are they saying? Once you figure it out, it's like, oh, I think I've heard them say that before. And now I realize what it is they're trying to say. But it's not really close. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And Brooke's thing is like, we're in a safe space here. Mm. We're all family. Mm-hmm. It's okay. I know. So my dad stuttered. And my mom got really mad if anyone ever tried to finish his sentence right. for him. If he got caught up it's on so a word, It's so funny because that's one thing. I mean, I didn't hang out with your dad a lot. But I spent... Time with yeah, him, yeah. never noticed it. It's crazy, yeah. You would tell me stories, I'm like, a guy doesn't stutter. What are you talking about? But it's, I'm sure he noticed, and everybody who was around him noticed, because, uh, no, but your mom made a deal, everybody else. But I'm telling you, I had dinner and talked to him the whole night, yep. and not once did I notice. That means, honestly, he was comfortable with you, and he was having a good time. When he would stutter is when he would get frustrated about something. Oh, right. And so if he was upset, if he was telling a story about work that bothered him, then it would happen. And as a kid, there was one time, I remember exactly what he said. He was talking about a movie that came out, and I wanted to see it. My mom said, what's it about? My dad said, well, it's about this couch potato, but he he can't get the word potato out. So I said, couch potato. And my mom turned around me in the back car and looked me Mm -hmm. dead in the eyes. You do not ever finish well, that's a good. Good for her. So I knew that. And my other brothers right. obviously already knew that, so that was just a rule. Yeah. Uh, I never saw anyone do it. I think that's kind of instinctual, and that's how you feel kind of about the mispronunciation of words. It's like, ah, uh, you don't want to correct See, I, someone. You know, it would be because I'm, I don't think I did that to your father, but because I didn't know <clears throat> that he, he stuttered, stuttered yeah. or wasn't noticing it, and if he was like, it's a movie about, and he's not finishing it, in my head, I would think, He's just looking for the word couch potato. Yeah. I can say that. I wouldn't think he's trying to get it out. Yeah. I would think he's thinking about the word. Because it wouldn't bother me if I'm like, it's uh, Mario and and you're like, Luigi. I'm like, yeah, Luigi. Right. right? That's so, a different thing. Yeah, so which is But that's now? what I would have noticed. Exactly. That's how I would have felt about your father. Right. Is he looking for the word? I would have thought or, he's or looking he for the word. I didn't right. notice he stuttered yeah. at all. Yeah. If you, when, when he did, when he did sir, you would have noticed. I mean, it was, yeah. you know, I'm not going to mimic it here. but it Yeah, was, but I just never noticed. It was a, he was hung up on a word. Right. Um, so okay, other w- the same thing with Biden. I don't notice it with Biden, and I know people get they bust his balls for not finishing sentences or all those things, but he has a stutter, right? You know, and I mean, it took me a while to be like, oh, okay, yep. I just thought he was always looking for a word, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. and and, there's and people make of fun stutters. of him, like, oh, he can't think of this word. It's like, no, he's not. He's not thinking of that word. He has a stutter, yeah. like you know. Yeah. I didn't know that either. But I thought it. that me too. I thought he was like, man, he's looking for a lot of words. Yeah. 
And uh, I like kid in my. Which, uh, by the way, it also doesn't bother me if you're looking for a word. Like, no, I don't care. care. I'm not going to help you with that here. I just think unless you're really looking I would for help. help you if you're like Nick Wright and his. Oh, and I'm like Broussard. Yes. I would help you with that. Yeah, of course. I think that's totally fine. But if I feel like you're close to it, I just go ahead and let you let you figure that one out. Right. Correcting someone is is totally. I don't. Totally I wouldn't correct anybody on anything really. Yeah. I don't. I don't like it. Uh, one kid's parents said that they were not. Him and his siblings were not allowed to watch SpongeBob SquarePants. Said they were religious. A lot of these parents are religious. They're not allowed to watch SpongeBob SquarePants because they thought that the holes in SpongeBob's body would induce lustful thoughts. Mm. So they said no SpongeBob. Now. SpongeBob came out when I was older. So when I was a kid, the thing that wasn't allowed was MTV. But it's all I watched. Yeah. So my mom worked upstairs. I'd turn it to Channel 36, watch MTV. As soon as I heard her coming down the stairs, it was back to Inside Edition or whatever. Right. But she did not want me watching MTV. And that was a rule, I think. I think in high school, she probably still didn't want me watching MTV. But I watched it constantly. Like, did you have things you weren't allowed to watch other than nudie movies, obviously, at night on Cinemax, but were there channels? No, like not really. My mom would say, like, if I was watching MTV, I remember her saying, it's going to rot your brain. Go outside and play with your friends. Yeah. And I remember my dad grounded me for 30 days one time. Yeah. And so I came home from school that day and just turned on MTV and sat on the couch and watched it, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I think it was like, my mother was like, is that all you're going to do? And I was like, I'm grounded. Right. And she was like, go outside. Yep. And yep. so that was it. My dad came home, saw me outside, was just pissed. And came, my mom was like, he's just going to sit in here and watch MTV. What do you want him to sit inside and do nothing? Or at yeah. least go outside and get some fresh air? My dad yeah. was like, uh, the street only. Right. The street only. I'm like, all right. Man, I feel like I learned everything I know from MTV. And I had a friend who didn't have cable, didn't have MTV. It was so crazy for you know the having the ability to see the difference between oh, his yeah. lack of pop culture knowledge versus mine. Now, he learned other things that probably made him a healthier person. He learned hobbies, and he would learn to work. Because sure. his parents just refused to get cable, and they were not poor. They were pretty right. wealthy. They just didn't want him watching TV all the time. So he never watched it. And it was just, you know, it's crazy how different it was. Like we probably grew up, I mean, I would think at the beginning it would be hard, but then you probably just see yourself out of conversations that are about what was on TV last night. Yeah. Because like a lot of people see themselves out of conversations of sports or right, right. You know, cars, cars or yeah. whatever. You know, When you guys are talking cars, I'm like, I'm going to see my way out of this. Right. And then when I'm buying one this weekend, I text you. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, what do your brother and that mechanic buddy of yours think of this car? Yeah. Because I don't want to learn about it. I'm really not interested at all. I, I honestly think that uh, if you looked at the two, and just obviously it's a very small study, but if you looked at me growing up watching, the two of us grew up together, best friends, me watching MTV all day every day, and him not being able to, so he starts picking up these hobbies and working on stuff. And you look at him now. The guy is so capable of doing things. He's happy, mm-hmm. peace and quiet on his own. He's constantly fixing things and tinkering right. with things in his garage. Yeah, I don't have any pop, of that. No, yeah, but you know everything about pop culture. And you're on the I radio. Did. Yeah, I did. I got, right? Dude, I mean, think no about way. that. There's you watch no music way. television. You ended up on a music radio station talking about pop culture. There's no and way. And your wiener. You probably all learned it from MTV. A hundred percent. I think about it every time I see that MTV logo pop up, which I don't see as often now. But I, I was just watching something on it last week, a true crime show, and I thought, man, MTV. Without MTV, I would not be where I am today. Right. And I wonder how much it changed Gen X and millennials' lives. You know, how many people out there are, are right. can, almost who they are? Because, I mean, how much did you watch it? Did you watch it a lot? Yeah. Because I grew up when the real world started, so I was watching all well, the see, real world. Well, see, I grew up with just all video. It was all music videos. All music videos. Once it went to the real world, I think I probably stopped watching. See, I was watching all that. They'd show the Guns N' Roses videos over I was, and over, and then they'd you know, show the real world. I was, you know, I didn't care. Road Rules, Real World Challenge. That was the TRL generation. Yep. And That's then, what I watched all yeah. And I remember that MTV being on and me not watching it all. Oh, yeah. I watched it all the time. Like, because it was just like Britney Spears and stuff. Yeah. Like When yeah, I started, it was, it was like, when I turned on, it was like, you know, the Buggles and Billy Idol and... 
No, it was it cool. It was cool. Yeah. yeah. Then, or late nineties, early two thousands, it was Limp Biscuit, Britney Spears, yeah. Christina Aguilera. Yeah. But Wink. I still I still watched, baby. Yeah. I like those low rise jeans. <laughs> the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on, kid? We gotta do the news coming up. Time to do headlines. Plenty to talk about. It's Monday, so haven't updated you in a couple days. You probably missed a lot of stuff. The uh, right to choose seems to be eroding even more. Now the fight's gotten bigger. I don't know if you saw right after, I think it was like as we were leaving work on Friday, that federal judge in Texas said. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, no more. Uh, it's but so then weird. another judge somewhere else was like, yeah. Exactly, in Washington. So now it's like, well, it's probably got to go back to the Supreme Court. It's weird to me that a judge, so you have the FDA, and the FDA approves a drug and says it's safe, it's effective, we've approved it. Right. But then a judge who's a lawyer doesn't dabble in science and stuff, I suppose, right. can say, I'm revoking your FDA privilege. Well, yeah, I mean, that makes sense, though, right? I, I, it really does Well, I mean, scientists me. or medical companies could come up with drugs. Yeah. And we would make them illegal. Now, look, right. I'm not, I don't but agree with this. the FDA does it. The FDA decides, right? It's weird to me that a judge would decide instead of the FDA. The FDA says, yeah, it's passed. It's good. Good to go. But if, they, if the FDA us. says it's not harmful, yeah. we could still outlaw it through legislation, right? Right. That in my legislation. Wrong? No, I get what you're saying. You could say something is illegal because right. I mean, does like, the well, FDA like oxy, say something is illegal or whatever? But to me, when you hear that a judge revoked the FDA's well, approval, my question to you is because I'm an idiot. Me too. Does the FDA do that? Do they? I never thought that the FDA gave a legality of it or not. Like, like, do they take away thought- approval or do they approve drugs? They do approve drugs. No, yeah. but do they say, this is approved, it's not going to kill anybody, but we're not going to let you use it because it's addictive. I didn't think they did that. I don't know if they do that, but there are certain things that they will say. I mean, people get were mad at the FDA for not being stricter with OxyContin and allowing it to be you know, put in such high milligrams and all those things and prescribed for the things that it was. That they I just didn't been think the FDA did that, but okay. I don't know. I'm dumb. I don't I know what all those to. agencies... I thought the FDA just said, hey, here's all the testing. It doesn't give you cancer. We tested it on 10 kids... And seven dogs. They're like, cool. Right. That's what I thought. I uh, thought they went over the research. I didn't think they were like, yeah, but... I think their job is to it's say... It's addictive, so we're not going to give it to you. Or we're going to classify it in this drug. I know right? part of their job is to make sure that what the company is saying the product is, is actually what they're selling. Yes. Which supplements don't have to do that. Right. that Orrin Hatch thing 20 yes. years ago, so that's totally different. You can sell supplements and put anything in a bottle anything. and say what it is, and the FDA won't check it. Cool package. Right. But if it's a drug, if it's a prescription, the FDA checks to make sure it's actually what they say it is, and that it's safe enough, you know, at least beneficial enough to outweigh any risk that it does have, and then right. they can approve it or say, no, we're not going to approve it because it's not effective enough. There have been drugs where they're like, hey, this will help you lose a little weight, but man, the side effects are so bad, we're not going to get, we're not going to approve it. It doesn't get FDA approval. So I don't know. What you're saying is, does the FDA ever say, this works, it does exactly what they say it does, but... We don't think it should be a product because right, or it's, uh, because it's or, a, an abortion pill, right. quote unquote. We're not going to make it legal. I didn't right. know the FDA did that. I right. assume that it went to uh, court. Maybe they do. Maybe they, I don't know. But you see the headliner. It's even the story that the judge revoked this. Then you yeah. got the judge in Washington say, "No, it's fine." So now it's got to go back to the Supreme Court. I don't know what happens then. They already revoked Roe v. Wade. I'm not real confident that they're going to say. Right, but what I did read about all that, interestingly enough, is that they have noticed that um, the GOP has really kind of stopped talking They're about freaking it. out because 65% of Americans were. Well, more than that, they saw what happened in Wisconsin. Yeah. Like, they were like, oh, you know. How about the vote in Kansas? Yeah. Well, yeah, but that was a little bit of a while ago, and I think they were yeah. thinking, hey, let's energize that base. We'll be okay. And then they got their ass kicked in Wisconsin. Again. I think you go two cycles, and they're like, okay, this is not 
We didn't get hit on one state. This is a national movement. We're going to use an election. We're going to lose an election. Feels like the dog that caught the car. Right. And now yeah. they're trying to figure out what the hell to do with it. Because you can't not energize. They've used it. That's the thing. They used it for so long. Yep. To energize the, you, you know, the, the Christian right. Right. And so, and the evangelicals, mm-hmm. right? And so they used it so long, just gave it lip service. Yeah. Reagan wasn't going to outlaw it, you know. Right. Uh, Bush never was going to. He just said, you right. know, we will. And then what they would say over and over again is we'll put people on the Supreme Court who would vote it down. Yeah. Or, you know, not use a litmus test. But now you're right. The dog caught the car. And what are they going to do? Go back against it? Right. Because the evangelicals were never going to get you elected president. The evangelicals would get you the nomination. Yep. There's not enough of them to get you elected. No, no. so and now, now you're the, stuck. The GOP seeing these poll numbers, they're seeing how people are reacting, and they're like, this right. is not... You know, we were just... In, they had blinders on for so long, and it was such a good thing, like you said, to give lip service to a wedge issue to sure. talk about... Look of course, at it's the same thing with gay Democrats. marriage forever. Exactly. They said, gay marriage, I'm against it, I hate it. And yeah. then like, okay, well, fine. And then gay, gay people got married, and they were like, oh, it uh, looks totally normal, actually. Well, well we actually, get, it's like all we had to do was give it lip service. We didn't right. really care. Right. But I think with, George Bush cared if gay guys Absolutely married. not. Neither did care. Obama. Well, no. when Obama's like, I don't believe it, I'm like, he is right. just saying what he thinks he needs to say. Exactly. That's it. And they're like, well, he changed his mind. He came around with new information. That dude never cared if gay people got no, married. Never. I will never believe that. No. Anyway, there's plenty of stuff to talk about, but the abortion thing's a big story when we doom scroll here in a sec. The church. The church. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Flaslo. It's time to doom scroll with SlimFast. What you don't know could kill you. Murder hornets. Herpes infected monkeys. This is Headlines on the Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. All right, tell me about the news. All right, so the big news is what happened on Friday. Um, this federal judge said, you know, they were, t- they were talking about this so-called uh, abortion pill, Mifestone. Uh, my f- my f- my I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. Mm. Um, so, you know, that's a legal drug that the FDA has approved. It's been around for a while. This federal judge in Texas said, nope, it should be illegal because, you know, Roe v. Wade's been overturned. So now it's kind of up to judges to say whether or not Something is legal, I guess. Meanwhile, a judge in Washington said, no, this can stay legal. So because we have two conflicting... I don't really understand that. I don't either. We have two conflicting All results right, so, here. And again, you're smarter than me, no, so help me I'm out. No, not. Well, you at least read the story, so help me out. If a judge in Texas... Now I know he's a federal judge, right? Mm-hmm. But a judge in Texas says this pill is illegal according to our laws, right? Mm-hmm. I thought with the overturn of Roe v. Wade that the GOP was basically saying it goes back to states' rights. That's what they acted like. So how could a judge in Texas make a law 
for the entire country. Now, I know because it's a federal judge that happens, but I thought they would they were going to vote on abortion rights. By state? By state. I right. didn't think they were going to go to federal court. Then they started saying, some of these states said, we are going to punish people who travel to a state where abortion is legal and come back. Now, right. I don't think any of that ink's been signed yet, but... That's craziness. I mean, this, that's small government. Now you're right. saying if you leave the state and you come back, we're going to imprison you. Like, what are you yeah, talking about? I would have about? just thought when it got turned over and they talked about it that it would go to, you know, state circuit that's courts and thought. state supreme courts, and then they would decide that's what I thought. how they interpreted the law. So, And we knew that was going to happen in the state of Washington. Right. It would be fine. State of Texas, it wouldn't. And even like, I don't know, is it possible that they could do it by counties and say it's legal in this county, but it ain't legal in this county? I did it with marijuana when I was a kid. You could smoke pot in Ann Arbor in the 70s. We had different laws in counties. You know, like in Missouri and Jackson County, they decriminalized weed. But if you went into the other county, you know, it hadn't been decriminalized yet. But they had that rule. It's not like the state came in and said you can't do that. With abortion, it seems such a big issue that I assume, like you... That it would be at a state level where they say I thought or not that's what the law was. So I, I, I'm really kind of confused. So but. now the future of this, of you know, access at least to this pill is uncertain because you've got two federal judges that issue these conflicting rulings on the same day. I think they both did it on Friday. And so the, the judge in Texas, he said um, he ordered the Food and Drug Administration to suspend approval for the drug. And then uh, the judge in Washington said, no, this, this drug is legal and fine. So now it has to go to a federal appeals court, I guess, and which could mean it goes all the way to the Supreme well, Court. So I, oh, sorry. sorry. Uh, the one thing that I did read about this uh, was that they can just skip that. They can skip? Well, they said the federal appeals court is expected to weigh in soon. They can just skip it, though. Okay. So if, who, if you want to, if, because you know it's going to have to go to the Supreme Court. That's a decision for the lawyers to make, but you can just take it straight to the Supreme Court. Okay, well... It seems to be a very big news story. Federal judges with conflicting rulings, leaving the fate of a widely used abortion pill in jeopardy this morning. A federal judge in Texas invalidated the FDA's longtime approval of the drug Mifepristone, but has given the Biden administration a week to appeal. The scientific judgments of the medical experts and those who did all the clinical research is now being questioned, second-guessed, by one judge in one state. At the same time, a different federal judge in Washington state ordering the FDA to keep the drug on the market. But that decision only applies to the 17 blue states in Washington, D.C. that sued over it. So uh, I saw Amy Klobuchar, isn't that her name? Right. Yeah. She did an interview talking about the ruling. Uh, I think it was on NPR. She said that they were shocked by it. Um, she said everyone in this country can get uh, the care they need. That's important. It's been the, on the market for more than 20 years after a four-year approval process by the FDA, and it's used safely in over 60 countries. This is just another example of extremists trying to take away women's rights to make their own decisions about their health care. Yeah. We think they should be able to make those decisions. Uh, we think they should be able to make those decisions not. Maybe not make those decisions. One judge in Amarillo, Texas, and certainly not politicians. But look, it's been clear that anti-abortion rights groups have been working to make abortion illegal for decades, which culminated in the overturning of Roe v. Wade. They've been doing that work through federal courts, which Senator Mitch McConnell helped to reshape with more conservative judges when he was the majority leader. So now they say they got to fight it aggressively in the courts because there's a six-year statute of limitations that covers when you can start appealing these things after they've been decided. This hasn't been used in uh, – she said this just hasn't been used in a way that he's used it before, whatever that means. Even his own lawyers challenging it noted that they hadn't seen anything like this before. My thing is, like, even that guy in the audio that I pulled, it's like this is one judge overturning this approval process. You know, as she said, it was four right. years or whatever. I just But has given the Biden administration a week to appeal. The scientific judgments 
of the medical experts and those who did all the clinical research is now being questioned, second guessed by one judge in one state. It's just that's crazy to me, right? You've got a, a, an agency, a huge agency that's part of the yeah. federal government who's in charge of this. And it's just bizarre to me that a judge in Texas can say, yeah, no, don't like it. Now, that I don't it's understand, a, I, but I don't even understand how it all works. Me neither. On Friday, I went to the after work, I went to the uh, pharmacy to pick something up. There's this old guy sitting behind me, pretty old. And he goes, well, I'll tell you what, we got to get these Republicans out of office. And I was like, oh, yeah, for sure. Mm. And then he says, you heard what they did today. And I was like, no. He's like, they outlawed abortion. And I was like, what? No, I did not hear that. Right. Like, yeah, judge in Texas, they outlawed abortion. Mm-hmm. I was like, I guess I'll have to look into this. I kind of thought Roe v. Wade was already overturned. Right. I was like, what is a judge in Texas doing? He didn't know that it was about the Mifepristone or however you say it. Right. So I went home and saw it, and then I saw that the judge in Washington had issued a ruling basically at the same time saying, no, it's legal. Then everything I read said, now they appeal, and it could go to the Supreme Court. Right. So what happens when it gets there? Are these judges like, look, we're, we're just saying that you don't have a right to an abortion, but we're not saying that if it's legal in a state, you can't use a, an approved drug that's been approved for years and used for years. Maybe they'd say that, but they seem so conservative to me, I don't know. Yeah, I think, I mean, they certainly could. I mean, in, in my, again, we talked about it earlier, so we're just going round and round because I'm not a lawyer and I don't understand. But I feel like if they wanted, it, it, they could outlaw anything they wanted. Yeah. Like, through the legal system, even if the FDA said, this is okay, the Supreme Court could say, yeah, it's safe, but it's illegal. Yeah. Right? Like, I mean, they could do that. Well, and I so, feel like that's what they're saying here. In that interview with Klobuchar, I mean, the judge isn't ruling on it and saying it's not safe. Well, so in that interview with Klobuchar, they asked her, you know, what do you think would happen if this goes to the Supreme Court? And she says, no one can predict. I just look at the facts here. I look at the fact that American Medical Association, which isn't a radical group, they actually said immediately in a very strong statement, there is no evidence that people are harmed by having access to this safe and effective well, medication. Well, right, but this is what we're arguing. We've got but, decades wait, but of stop, proof. Like, yeah. Because you're saying, no, there's no evidence that people are harmed. But the evangelicals are saying the people that are harmed are the baby. Right. Right. And right? She, but she's saying we've got decades of proof to support the statement. There's no reason why, or sorry, this is the reason that judges don't usually enter these kinds of orders. Doctors and scientists make these decisions, not judges. Hmm. So that's what they keep saying. That's why I guess, you know, when we started this conversation, we were slightly on a different page because I just keep hearing all this. How can a judge say you, this FDA approval so is wrong? Before up until this point, did the FDA, were they the ones who outlawed marijuana? I don't think so. I think the federal government said. Right. No, that's, so that to me is the same thing, right? Well, I don't know. That was like a, that's like prohibition, right? The federal government said no marijuana. Right. Federally. It's illegal federally. We don't want it. But couldn't the federal government then say about this drug? They should, I guess the federal government could, sure. I guess right. they could say it's illegal. Whether the FDA says it's good or bad. Right. But for a ju- but this is just one judge, right? It's not going through Congress. It's not being right. voted on. It's just a judge saying, yeah, the FDA needs to revoke, basically, its approval. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm not smart The thing is crazy. Enough. This whole country is... I keep trying to just put my head in the sand and hope, look, guys, we get along. If you actually go meet some Trump people, you'll get along. Just go talk to them instead of talking to them on the Internet. If you go meet some liberals, you might get along. You know, not all of them are extremists. Of course, people on the extreme right aren't going to get along with people on the extreme left. But how many extremists do you know personally, either of you? I know like zero. You guys know yeah, any? Yeah, no. no. We, we, ex- extremists. How many extremist people do you hang out with you know that are so extremely liberal or so extremely uh, Republican? I don't know any. But no. yet the media acts like we all are, and so we all hate each other, and there's no way we can ever fix this and get along. It's bull, bull ass.
Totally. Because yeah. we can get along. Just sit and talk to one another. For God's sake, quit talking on the internet. What are we doing? And this whole abortion thing, you really want abortion outlawed? That's what you want? What are you planning to do when it's outlawed? What are you planning to do with these kids who are homeless? What are you going to do? They are the dog that caught the car. Mm-hmm. M- moving on, we got more problems. The Department of Justice is now probing a leak. You know, we use Discord here. We have a Twitch uh, stream, twitch.tv slash Church of Lazo, L-A-Z-L-O. Mm-hmm. You can hang out with us every afternoon. And we use Discord to stay in touch after hours, along with Reddit and other things. But we all have Discord on our phone now. Yep. Well, the Department of Justice says that there's all this classified material that leaked, and it was posted on Discord. And there's a lot of it. And this is like the worst leak in a decade or two. There's a lot of information on there, apparently, about our relationships with China and mm. Israel and all this stuff that's supposed to be highly classified. As officials scramble to identify the source of the leak, these documents look like Pentagon briefing slides. And they include a lot of very sensitive reporting from the CIA and other intelligence agencies, including many reports labeled top secret. Most of them are about the Russia-Ukraine war, but there's also intelligence about Iran and even allies like Israel, South Korea, and France. Believe it or not, the open source intelligence agency Bellingcat says that one of the first places these documents appeared was on a video game chat server, of all places. The Pentagon said last night that the documents appear to contain sensitive and highly classified material and that they stood up an interagency effort to assess the impact on national security. Okay, so the Pentagon has a deputy press secretary, right? Her name's Sabrina. She said in an emailed statement that officials are assessing the validity of the material, which the New York Times reports indicates that U.S. intelligence has penetrated Russia's military and also apparently spied on allies, including Israel, South Korea, and Ukraine. We've infiltrated their military, boys. We got Mm -hmm. spies in there. That Wall Street Journal guy, I bet he didn't work for the Wall Street Journal. He was probably a spy, right? When they lock these people up and they're like, hey, this guy's arrested for spying, we're like, oh, come on. This is freedom of the press. What are you doing? You're a third world country if you don't let the press do their job. But maybe these are the spies because now we've got this classified information that just leaked. The good news is this is the kind of stuff people are interested in as opposed to your private information. You know, you hear all those stories about this company got hacked and everyone who paid with a credit card there, their information is on mm-hmm. the dark web. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, there's millions, thousands. Hopefully they don't look at mine. This right. is the kind of stuff School that you would. fish mentality. Exactly. Yeah. And this is the kind of thing that you would think they can't get to that. It's not in a place where hackers can get to it. I think of, Lazlo, what's the uh, Will Ferrell movie? It's Get Hard, right? What's the, what's the one where his boss has the old computer that isn't connected yeah, to the yeah, internet? Yeah, get hard. Hard. yeah, that's what the Pentagon should be doing. Why would you have any of this stuff connected to the internet? I would just assume that highly classified well, sure information, plenty of reasons it too. shouldn't be on the internet. It should, <laughs> unless you have your own internet that we don't have access to, it should not be available for hackers to reach by cracking some passwords and getting all of our intel on how we spy on the Russians in South Korea. Like, put it in a folder somewhere and lock the door. You know what I mean? Why has it got to be on the internet? We went without I'm the internet with for a long it would time. Be more, uh, they should have more of an intranet. Yes. Where you can use it in the building. In those buildings yes. with FBI. Build a local, a local area server, whatever that's called, a yeah. LAN party, they right? They probably do. How are people getting this? I then? don't know, but I'm saying they probably do. We got spies? I'm sure did there's the, a lot of security. Did the Russians come in and get this and put it on Discord? Who knows? I'm, hmm. wa- I'm watching you two. I'm watching you. Why me? Because they launched that Sputnik radio thing here, and I don't know oh, what's that's going right. on. Is that still going on? Oh, I would take a job there. Um, I would, too. That's why I want to be careful what I say. So if you're listening and you need help over there. Get at me. Yeah. On was, Discord. I don't know any Russians. You guys know any? Get at me. Uh, in, in Call of Duty, the Russian guys go, in the Mistojna. Babushka? Maybe that means they're dead. Babushka. There's that Russian. Right. Yeah, yeah, of we'll, course. We'll play, we'll play as much Kate Bush as you we'll want. We'll play some Kate Bush. 
The Church of Laszlo. Hey! Hey! What are we doing? We are doom scrolling. All right. And we're going to finish this up. Let's you said it. this weekend you went and saw the new Mario movie. You weren't I the did. only one because apparently it broke a bunch of records. This morning, the Super Mario Brothers movie is leveling up the charts. Look at us! Smashing expectations and heading for a record $195 million U.S. opening, the most ever for a video game adaption on the big screen. The iconic franchise is now passing Frozen 2 as the biggest global opening for an animated film. There you go. The biggest global opening for an animated film. There was so much talk about that movie before it came out. Sure. Uh, people were mad about some of the casting decisions. I love when people get mad about that stuff. Like they're yeah. so invested. You know, it's a Mario movie. You're in your 40s, 30s, however old you are, and you're on your computer bitching that they're going right. to get the guy from Parks and Rec. Isn't he in it? Isn't he the main guy? What's that guy's name? Uh, no. Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. Isn't he in it? I think he plays yeah. Mario. Isn't he right? Mario? And the other guy is uh, the guy from It's Always Sunny. Oh, Sorry, the guy with Charlie? Yeah. The guy with the kind of scratchy voice mm-hmm. from Horrible Bosses? Okay. I didn't know that. But yeah, so then there's like early reviews that came out and like, oh, the test audiences hate it. They're probably going to have to make changes. It's horrible. And then it comes out like two days later, and it's huge. People like it. The reviews are good for it. So mm-hmm. there you go. I like it. Video game adaptations. I'm trying to think. What's my favorite? There haven't been that many. They made a Doom movie like well, I mean, 30 years just, after Doom are, was I was shocked. I think people were shocked because this is the first kind of Mario movie like that. They've already done two Sonics, which are both oh, successful. Yeah, that's right. They were, right? They were So you're kind of like, yeah. well, what, you know. If this is working, why aren't we doing Mario? Yeah. And everyone, you know, they did that Mario movie in the early 90s that we talked about, but that doesn't really count. And it was. Pretty bizarre. So, you know, maybe people get that idea in their head, but I totally forgot that Sonic did two movies. I'm looking at the uh, adaptations, video game adaptations that they say are the best, according to this Rotten Tomatoes website. Werewolves Within, I don't know what game that is. But then Angry Birds Movie 2, it got good reviews. Sonic the Hedgehog 2 got good reviews. Mm -hmm. Pokemon Detective Pikachu, I forgot about that. That got good reviews. The first Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, the new Super Mario Brothers movies on there, Mortal Kombat. They made a couple Mortal Kombats, Mm -hmm. didn't they? And didn't they make a Street Fighter? They make one Tomb Raider. I know they made a few of those. Mm-hmm. Rampage with uh, The Rock. Oh, yeah, that was I good. loved that game when yep, I was a kid. Yep, when yep. I saw they were making a movie, yep. I was like, okay, I feel like a kid again. Uh, moving on. Lori Vallow. She's the one who's been charged with uh, killing her children. Mm-hmm. It looks like she also may have been involved in the death of her new boyfriend, new husband, whatever he is, ex-wife, because she died suddenly and mysteriously. There's been a lot of mysterious things. It's a hard story to follow, but the main point is that she had two kids. They were missing for a long time. Everyone wanted to know where they were. The detectives are working day and night, and they finally discovered the bodies buried on their property. And we Mm -hmm. know that Lori had said that the kids were zombie kids. She was trying to save them from the apocalypse. She joined. Thank God she did. No kidding. So they're calling her the Doomsday Mom. I think that's what they're calling her now. This morning in Idaho, Lori Vallow Daybell will stand trial before a jury. Vallow Daybell on trial for killing her two children, seven-year-old JJ and seventeen-year-old Tylee, plus a third murder: her husband Chad's previous wife Tammy. Prosecutors allege all three murders were part of a doomsday plot. They've been at this for a long time for several years now, uh, pushing to get this case to trial and finally getting uh, the people responsible for it uh, to sit in front of a jury and and, uh, and be prosecuted for the charges. The grandparents of Vallow's son reported the children missing in 2019 after Vallow privately married Chad Daybell in Hawaii and joined his religious group. Can you tell me where your kids are, Chad and Lori? In divorce papers, Vallow's ex-husband Charles said Lori believed she was a godlike figure who called the children zombies 
and said she was sent to usher in the apocalypse. Okay, so obviously that's what the media picks up on. They're doomsday preppers of some sort. Mm -hmm. They think, you know, religious extremists. But now they're in court, and the prosecutors are not really going with that narrative so far. Uh, They're saying money, power, and sex Mm. led so-called cult mom to kill her children. The prosecutor's uh, narrative diverged from the more popular media portrayal of Lori Vallow and Chad Daybill as religious extremists. Okay. So I don't know where they're going with this. Now I want to see some of if they're saying that it's about sex and money. I wonder where the money was coming from. Was he selling those books? He was writing books, and I, I, it's my understanding that basically she was his follower. I know he had a couple other followers before, but right, like yeah, yeah, right. she was really into him. Then he's like, wow, she believes everything I say. I'm going to say even crazier stuff, and she has sex with me. And she's hot. And way she's hotter hot, than him. Way hotter than my wife. We're going to kill my wife. And then I'll mm. just travel the world with her, write these books, and even if she's the only one that reads them, I get to have sex with her. That part I get. I don't. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder where the money's coming from, though. Right? right. Like, where's it? They said money led to this, so now I'm curious where they were getting mm. money. Maybe they, they had, must have had. I mean, they're in Hawaii, and yeah, maybe they had must have had money. money somehow. He might have been selling these books to a lot of people. I don't mm. know. Uh, Minnesota mom, we mentioned her on Friday. She's still missing. Police still are asking for your help. I don't know if they're asking for your help, uh, depending Rise on where mine? you are. But, I mean, I guess they're asking for everybody's help. There's now a $50,000 reward if you have information that can lead to finding this missing mother. She was last seen after dropping off her kids, uh, her baby daddy, and her drove the minivan to drop the kids off and went back to the house. The baby daddy leaves, and he says when he came back later, she was gone. Our department and our law enforcement partners are working relentlessly to find Maddie and determine the circumstances surrounding her disappearance. Nearly 2,000 volunteers showed up on Friday to help police conduct a massive ground search. Walk your acreage, check your outbuildings, check your vehicles, walk trails, check your cameras for any indications of anything suspicious. Okay, I mean, I know we, we see these stories pretty often. Someone just goes missing, and especially if it's a white woman, then it becomes national news. Sure. But... The whole missing thing, just the thought. You always try and put yourself in that position, but the thought of like if I, if Lazo goes missing, if my mother goes missing, if Brooke goes missing, you just come home one day or come to work one day. They don't show up, and now you're like, wait, where are they? Eventually, right. you get in your car and go to their place. Well, they got to be here somewhere. This can't be happening to me, right? Right. I mean, it's got to be shocking. They're, they're here somewhere, so we got to find them. What would you do if I went missing? I don't know. That's the thing. And you hear these parents talk about how they can't sleep at night because they feel like they should be out searching. That's I totally that's what understand. Would right. Would you feel that right. same way about me? You'd be like, I have to find them? Yes. Like, I can't sleep. You wouldn't sleep at night. I feel like, it, I mean, eventually you're going to have to. But I, I think my brain I feel like you come over to me and be like, he's missing, and you'd be back at your house. No, I'd be looking for you. Having nylon sex. No, and- no, 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 no. I'd be looking for you. You're, you've got kids and everything else. I would definitely be looking for you. And I'm sure someone would organize some sort of a search party. But if they don't, it's going to be me. I mean, I'm going to be looking for you. And then at nighttime. Mm, that makes when- me feel good. So in my head, if someone's held me captive, yeah, I can know that you're on your way. Yeah. I'm trying to get to you. Yeah. I'm trying. And you're never going to give up. But but I suck at never. this. Just like everything else. But I'm not going to give up. And when I finally get so tired that I'm starting to have hallucinations. I actually feel good about you looking for me. You watch so many crime right. shows. I feel like you'll know. I'm pretty good at picking up on these clues Between now. you and Brooke, yeah, I'm good with it. Yeah. And I feel like Snow Cone will help. You know. I feel like yeah, man, for no, sure. he'll I, help. I, he'll be good. talking you, to people on Twitch the whole time, giving you're them updates. But yeah. Why not have both? Well... Because if you do find me and then I see what you did, it's going to make me angry. <laughs> so what I did what? Yeah, I'm just saying, like, you know, how you could have helped more. It's going to make me angry. Oh, I'm going to help a lot. So this Madeline girl who's missing in Minnesota, there's some updates today. Final text messages revealed. 
The last known communication from Madeline Kingsbury has been revealed as the search to find the missing Minnesota mother of two rumbles on into its second week. Megan Kingsbury said that she received a final lighthearted text message from her sister around 8.15 a.m. on Friday, March 31st. Quote, we were chuckling about a funny photo exchange between us, and that was the last communication with me or any of my family or other friends. So that's the last thing she texted. She was in a good mood, it sounds like, laughing about a photo. Probably something we posted. They probably listened. Yeah. yeah. So that's the last thing. That's not much of a clue to work on. There's no like, no. I watched one the other day, Lazo, where this, this woman got killed and she texted her mom late at night and it just said something like, stay by your phone. I'm worried something's about to happen. Mm. So the mother starts trying to call. She can't get a hold of her. Then she goes missing for weeks and they find out that her roommates had killed her. But in that moment, she knew her roommates were angry. So she texted her mom. Because she was afraid of her roommates and said, stay I by your phone. Imagine if you got that text from a kid, from your kid. Like, oh. God, man, what do you do? There's, you, there's no way you can sleep after that. No, no. And then all. your kid goes missing. In this case, you've got nothing. You've got the baby daddy, basically. And they say they don't have a suspect. They've released pictures of the van. On Friday, they were saying they had some video footage of a car that may be similar to their car. Now they're saying, we've got footage of their car. We've got footage of that Chrysler town and country driving around. In my mind, that tells me... They're looking into the baby daddy. He's the last one to well, see they her. they always are. They always are. But I'm saying it feels like they're trying to let us know we don't believe this guy's story. We've got pictures of the van. But still, you know, we want you guys out there looking for her. But if I had to put money on it now, I feel like they're going to end up arresting this guy and find out something. But I shouldn't say that. You know, I don't want to be Nancy Grace. Who knows? Even after our on? conversation with I Jason Plum of film, I know, I know. talking this nonsense. I'm just saying I think what it looks like the cops are trying to do right now is that they're trying to make it seem like this guy knows something and he's not telling us. And who knows what's going on in those interrogations. The Bud Light controversy rolls into another week. When did it start? Last week? When did Bud Light do that uh, announcement? Well, that was only a week ago, right? Snow Cone, when did Kid Rock shoot the cans? So like a week like ago a today? Weeks ago, I think. You think it was a couple weeks ago? I think it was like a week ago today. That I'm going to say oh, last week. Yeah, last week I think he shot the can. So it's been a full week now of Bud Light controversy. People getting angry, really angry. I saw a picture of Kid Rock with Trump, and he was wearing all Coors stuff. Did you see that? They were mm. shaking hands. Uh, so now, then they had the Clydesdale appearance that they had to cancel because they had pe- people threatening them or whatever. So they really? had to keep the horses in the stables. Yeah, they were supposed to do some sort of appearance in St. Louis, I think, over the weekend. And, uh, you know, now there's more people coming out. We, I showed you the video of the guy dumping out all the Bud Light in his fridge and throwing well, it in the was trash. Travis Tritt, I think. I Travis saw Tritt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you see the pictures someone posted of Travis Tritt? And said, yeah. Here's the guy who's anti LG. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a green vest with, you know, flail oh, yeah. on all over it. And he's got his hands on his hips like Forrest Gump. Mm-hmm. One picture, he's just putting his boot up in the air and smiling like Mr. Tough Guy. Well, you know, I don't know anything about that guy, but it seems like in the last couple of years he's become a dick. Maybe, I don't maybe know he always about was. I have no my idea. dad liked him. But I think my dad would be upset to see what a jerk he is. Anyhow, there's still more backlash going on with Bud Light. Now, the people who say this isn't a bad move, I've seen plenty of articles from them saying, no, Bud Light knows what they're doing. They knew that this would be controversial. Well, I'm sure. They, they also had to know. know. They also know that um, it, the controversy will die off. People will forget about it, and they'll go back to drinking Bud Light. But now they're saying they talked to someone who apparently works for the ad agency or helps make decisions about this, mm-hmm. and they said that Bud Light sales have been declining. With young people, and they're of course they're worried about 
the future. So if they can attach themselves to some progressive causes now, maybe people would identify it as a positive of brand course. and they would drink it. It's not just about getting your name in the news for a couple of weeks. The company did release a statement after false claims were made about the Bud Light marketing team being fired, saying, from time to time, we produce unique commemorative cans for fans and for brand influencers like Dylan Mulvaney. This commemorative can was a gift to celebrate a personal milestone and is not for sale to the general public. Bud Light had been kind of a brand of... Bud Light's vice president of marketing Sorry, recently skipped. appeared on the Apple podcast, Make Yourself at Home. This brand is in decline. It's been in decline for a really long time. And if we do not attract young drinkers to come and drink this brand, there will be no future for Bud Light. And that part that skipped, she's like, Bud Light had been a brand of like frat guys and that sort of yeah. thing for a long time. So now I didn't know the can wasn't even for sale. Me neither. I had no idea. I thought that there were cans that you could buy that had yeah, Dylan Mulvaney's face it. on it. Right. But they said, no, we just made the can for Dylan. It's, we've done this before. So I, I am kind of surprised that we're still talking about it. With the Nike thing and the Keurig stuff, it seemed like that lasted a couple of days, yeah. and then it was over. But you can't go a day now still without seeing Bud Light stuff. And, of course, the picture, it's on our subreddit of Kid Rock with the drag queen drinking yeah. Bud Light. And wasn't he wearing a Coors hat or something? He in was that picture? at that time, yeah. It was a lot to dissect in that picture. And the guy who dumps out the Bud Light from his fridge, as we pointed out, he's got a Ford truck. He's right. pro LGBT. What else did he have snuck on? Van shoes, also right. pro LGBT. Rockstar fridges. Rockstar, who's who? That was the one where I was like, I don't know anything about Rockstar. Totally pro LGBT. Light. He had Coke. Yeah, Coca Cola. I mean, look, guys. So at some point, you got to say to yourself, Am I on the wrong side of history? You know, is the world really turning into an asshole, or am I just on the wrong side of history? Right. But I don't think people ask themselves that. Once you get your heels dug in, that's it. And also, it doesn't have to be so black and white. It doesn't have to be, I'm going to do every single thing that this person on the far left tells me I have to do. That doesn't mean that I also have right. to shoot cans, though. Right. No, right? of course. You can just meet somewhere in the middle. I like the guy over the weekend. I think he's a nobody. I'm sure you saw it, Snow Cone. Sitting there. I saw guy, him. Drinking yeah. his beer. And he's like, I like Bud Light. And he's like, why do I care if you know a trans person right. or LGBT supports him? I, I hope they're happy. This Life sucks is basically what <laughs> right, he was right. saying. Mm -hmm. And if you can find your happiness, there's no reason for me to be mad about that. I thought that was pretty good. We need more of that. A greased up naked man mm -hmm. jumping into swimming pools in Florida. There's always stuff going on in Florida. Sure. He's just, you know, they've got those, I don't know what those things are called, the screened in porches that they have in Florida to keep the bugs out. And he was going from pool to pool, I guess, and the cops had a hard time catching him because he was greased up. They couldn't figure out what, what he was covered in until they finally caught him. I got one running, going westbound behind just the fence. He's naked. He's in the pool. Still running. Get back here! Put your hands behind your back! Hands behind your back! Oh, okay. It's like a paste. Yeah. What's all over you, man? Smells like toothpaste. So I think it was toothpaste because he was covered Why? in grease that was pepperminty and oily. Why? I don't know. He was bored. Like you know, but why you, the toothpaste makes it harder to catch you? I guess he maybe why? He didn't have grease, huh? Why? Because you're slippery. They can't get oily like a grease. Wait, you say okay? I don't know. I mean, that's what I assumed. He greased himself up and then said, "Come catch me." It sounds like a bet, right? Or maybe he got uh, uh, into a fraternity. He's he's rushing a fraternity and they're hazing him. Right. I can see I like that. What T. Bragg says, you find your happiness greasing yourself up and running naked through people's yards. Who am I to say it's wrong? Right. And maybe, maybe it's, you know, he was trying to, trying to make some friends or get into a fraternity. I don't know. Speaking of fraternities, San Diego State, didn't they do really good in the tournament? They did. They got like to the finals. Final four, right? Or the, were they in the last game? Yeah. Did they finals. win? No. No, Connecticut won, right? Uh, so anyways, a former San Diego State fraternity member is now suing, saying that his fraternity almost killed him during hazing. 
That fraternity, I think, has already been shut down by the school. But the family is suing, and they're releasing more information about what was involved with his hazing. Hazing seemed to really get out of control in the 90s and 2000s. Yeah, I don't right. know when that happened. According to the lawsuit from Benjamin Brennan's family, two years ago when he was pledging Kappa Cigna fraternity, frat members forced him to consume drugs and hard mm. alcohol in amounts that would literally kill most people. There was a 750 milliliter bottle of Captain Morgan rum. He was instructed, he was commanded to drink it all and they provided tobacco and marijuana, and he was supposed to consume that as well. Okay, so... That's like a Thursday for you, isn't it, Snow Cone? You could do that, couldn't you? Yeah, but Snow Cone Could you do all seasoned. that? A handle? Yeah. Uh, a handle's a lot. But you, you could get it. through it, right? I could get through it. How know. close have you been before, Justin? Close. You've drank right. a handle before, right? Oh, I mean, I've drank a lot of handles. But uh, like no, I'm saying like in, in, in a night. There has to have been a time you drank a handle one I've night. I've drank in uh, fifths in a night, and... and uh, Liters in a night. Well, this sure. was 750 milliliters. They had to drink it in 30 minutes. Mm. It's not very long. Mm-mm. Seems seems dangerous. dangerous. Says members allegedly forced him, uh, he was 19 at the time, to continue consuming alcohol in amounts that would literally kill most people after he could no longer care for himself, stand, or speak. So he's already passed out and they're forcing alcohol down his throat, it sounds like. Mm. Between the evening of April 16th and the next morning, Brennan was on a couch, unable to move or speak due to severe intoxication while fraternity members allegedly struck him with paddles mm. and other objects. So they're coming by and smacking him. I just saw like a Dateline or something where a kid was in a fraternity. They make the guys go sit in the basement, and the basement's flooded. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. Maybe I got that wrong. Maybe that's a fifth. I've definitely drinking a fifth in a night. Is that 750 times. milliliters? I, I don't know. I'm drinking a fifth. Plenty okay, of times. well, whatever 750 milliliters is, I need you to drink it. In did 30 you do minutes. it last night? No. Will you do it tonight? Probably not. Maybe though. I mean, it's an option. It's not off mm-hmm. the table. Well, the good news with this story, unlike the one I saw where they made the guys drink in the flooded basement, or just a guy died of hypothermia in that flooded basement. I don't remember what fraternity that was. But in this instance, he's passing on the couch. He just lays there. No one's helping him. They're smacking with paddles. But eventually, one of the fraternity members puts him in a vehicle, takes him to the hospital, and then allegedly just threw him out of the car. He didn't give any information well, that's whatsoever. Put him in a shopping cart. Yeah, just dropped him off at the hospital. Put him in an emergency room. Right. I thought, well, that's better than what well, they did. Well, why do I got to stay with him? Right. I don't want to get in trouble. Well, Dad. We Change those laws if that's what you want us to do. If you want us to stay, then we can't get in trouble if we bring someone to the hospital. So he took him to the hospital. The other fraternity story we talked about, they did not take anybody to the hospital. Yeah. They just left them. So, and it's still not good. And if your kids go to college and like, I want to join a fraternity, you probably have to have some sort of talk with them about yeah. hazing. And I don't I don't know, what was hazing like in the 80s? What do you think? They, I don't even really know. Weren't you like walking on broken well, glass? Like a big deal. And, Right, they didn't it wasn't cook. really broken glass, though. It was, it was Doritos chips. or something. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't... They didn't, I think it was all jokes, kind of. Exactly. It was like a prank. They're trying to see if you trust them. Yeah. The whole idea of, like, drink until you die. When did that start? Well, for <laughs> me in the sixth grade. <laughs> well, right for you. The Church of Laszlo. Yo. Yo. What's going on? Not much. How are you? I'm good, man. We're what, done, right? What's your, uh, what's your thing right now? Like, the thing that's hanging over your head currently that's bothering you? Mm, nothing right this very second. Yeah. I saw you? I saw someone ask that question. I was like, that's a good question. Well, there's got to be something. I guess trying to get my tree taken down, that's my thing. You don't have anything? No. Snow cone, what's hanging over your head right now? you got to have something. Nothing I can really think of. No, I don't believe him. Do you believe him? I got, well, Bomb Pop's got some medical bills. I need to help get paid. So that's oh, that, that definitely real. sounds like some money stuff. Yeah. I always got that. So I don't, that, I don't really... That doesn't really keep right, me up so much. Yeah, like, I mean, if you think about it, it's like it's always like something. Yeah. Always got something. That's 24-7 that you need money you don't have for something. Mm-hmm. That's always the case. 
Yeah, I don't know. I guess if we don't have anything huge right now, then we should celebrate it. What right? are people's big things? Oh, people are there's people who have uh, issues, you know, like maybe they've got a medical scare, something happened and they're worried about it and they can't yeah. stop thinking about it, don't know whether or not to call a doctor. That's probably about as bad as it gets. But then also people talking about their their parents getting older, getting oh, sick, yeah. and, and that, that's a big deal, right? We start to notice that. People worried about losing their apartment because they're late on rent. Yeah. Um, relationships were a huge one, right? Relationship is a very thin ice, don't know what to do. Want to break up or don't want to break up. I don't think that stuff, did that ever keep you up? No. I just don't take you as the type that that Well, I mean, up. maybe, yeah. I guess when I started going through a divorce, you're like, man. But wasn't that about, like, the paperwork and the money and all that? No, the kids and okay. can we work it out? You know, could we be happy? We were obviously happy at one point. What's right. the problem now? Right. Yeah. Hmm. But you couldn't be happy last week when we talked about if you woke up and everyone was gone. You said if, if everyone on earth was gone except your ex, you, you still don't think it would work out. It's just the two. Well, of what are you left. saying? Like we would get remarried? No, no, no. Just saying. Like, would you be able? Would you get along? Like, hey, it's just no. us. I don't want to be alone. No, we would not get along. So you would just be alone. That's all I'm saying. Like, you, you, the last person. I mean, you have no I would one else see to... her the same amount of time I do now. <laughs> right, but I get it. You just. Well, do I mean, what same, are you saying? Like, routine. okay, so I mean, I'm not the only one. You make it yeah. seem so crazy, but okay, so Snowcone, you're laughing like everybody in the world's gone except for you, your kid, and your baby mama. You guys are just going to move in together and everything's no, I get good? I you're saying. It's just funny. Right. You, you? Would, you wouldn't move in with your baby mom if you're the last family on earth? No, I don't think I'd move in. <laughs> no. What? what? I'm so well, confused. Hold on a second. So I don't only, have kids. I mean, I'm as close to my kid as possible, but I don't think right. I'd move in. There's only two people left on earth, and it's you and your ex, and you guys, what are you going to do? Just be like, well, just us. Let's get back together? Well, no, but at least talk. I guess we'll be- I'm not saying I wouldn't talk. Part- I'm just, you know- Partners in, in this weird new world, because it's just the two of us, right? So now I guess what? Now you could decide to say I don't need a partner. I'm going to go do this alone. Yeah, I'm going to go to Southern California, be by myself, and never hear another human voice. But a lot of people might think uh, I'd like to have. I'd like to be around at least the one other no, person who's still no. alive, and it just happens to be my not ex. that voice. Right, I get it. That's I'm just asking. That's why it's funny. That's all. I just don't think I'm the only one. You're not the only one. It's just I know. I think you. I got. I think I am. Uh, with, I think everyone would say that. I, I totally get it. What, I think everyone would say that, wouldn't they? What made me bring it up is the fact that you just mentioned, you know, look, my ex and I, we used to get along at one point. What yeah. happened? I remember when you guys got along. I remember mm-hmm. being around you guys when you got along. Mm-hmm. I remember living with you when you guys got along. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, this idea that now it's the only person left, but you're like, yeah, but I'm positive it's broken beyond repair. Like, well, oh, not, yeah. we're not going to be friends after that and be partners no. in... in you know, this new world. We'll no. talk as much as we do now when we drop off the kids, and that's it. Yeah, and Snowcone over here is like, yeah, no, I don't, don't think I'd be moving in. Well, you do the same thing. You still pick them up on the same time, right? Yeah, would you, I, I'd want more. Would you, would well, you move be, there? I mean, you wouldn't yeah. be able to. You yeah, I'd be as close to them as I can. So you just you move would, there, but you won't move in the house? No. Oh, no. Only other adult to talk to is her. I mean, I talk to her, like he said, but yeah. I'm not, I don't need to move in. No, I'm not moving in. I would move in with either of your exes if they're the last ones on Earth. And I don't... I don't well, good you know, luck. I hate my ex. I think like Lazo kind of hates his, but... If there's, you know... I think I could make it work. I think we could be partners. <laughs> just the two... I think any of your given exes. a couple of weeks, you just end it yourself. <laughs> you just be like, I'm out. It's like Modest Mouse, right? Don't give me that Mad yeah. Max. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I gotcha. I don't know. It's just true. I thought it was funny. It's not a bad thing. It's just funny. Oh, yeah. It, you know, about, yeah. so, some people really despise their exes. Others are like, ah, you I'm know. Talking, people are talking about it on Twitch. They're like, why would I need to move in? There's millions of houses. I'm not moving in. I understand, but it's just the only other person you can talk to. And some people might say, I don't need someone to talk to. I, I'm totally fine with the silence. And that's fine. And you're used to that, too. You've had plenty of weekends home alone. 
where you don't no, hear no, another no, voice. I have my kids still, right? Right. Well, you say you want to keep the kids in the scenario. Well, say that's the kids too. are gone. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm not. All right. So if it's just me and her, yeah. we're the last two people. Yeah. I'm not. Then I'm. Uh, You're just not going to talk to her. No, I'll leave. <laughs> I'll go somewhere else. <laughs> Like that's I would go down the whole me. states or the goddamn whole countries are wide open. It's not bad. Why would I put myself through that? I totally predicted that that's what you'd say. It's not bad at all. It's just. But if it's it was just funny. you and your ex, you would like drive to I, her house and be like, "All right, let's do this together." I think that I would try and find the one living person to have someone to talk to. Yeah. Really. But, but but that person might be like, "I don't need to be around you." Well, all right. Dude. What about you, Snowcone? Then it's just you and your baby mama. Only two people that's left it. on earth. Are you still driving over there to stay in the same neighborhood? Well, what do you mean? There's what no mean? other pe- person. There's no other adult, no children, no. And the only other living person is your baby mama. Are you going to try and be closer so you have someone to talk to? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Do you- really? Yeah. I yeah. don't want to be alone. Right. Oh, exactly. Okay. You don't want to be alone. You're raised by women. So you don't want to be alone. I don't want to be alone. Right. No. I'm, I don't either. That's a horrifying thought. I thought I'm that's what you. divorce was. Right. Life I thought divorce was like, I'll pay this amount of money to be alone. Yeah. Me not having to talk to you is worth this amount of money. It's an actual trade. Right, talk it's to a you, graph, not like, anyone. Right. right. It's an actual graph. <laughs> right. It says, how much is never having to see this person again worth to you? <laughs> You're like, a lot. Like, a lot. Like, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. If not more. And you still think it's the best purchase of your life. I mean, it was pricey, yeah. but... but I, it was I, the best But if everybody's gone tomorrow, I'm not going to be like, well... You know, I'm, that money's well spent. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not. That's what I'm saying. I mean, money yeah, I, well I find it shocking that you guys. I assume that Snowcone would, well, you know. I would have he, thought he would be no reason for him to move to Pittsburgh. I, I think like, he'd I want to talk to her. I think they'd probably. I think they'd probably sleep together. You know? oh, I mean, let's be honest. You can go to a real doll factory like we talked about last week, or yeah. you've got this one other person left. Had, I'm not doing you, that. You've had sex with them before. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing it. I'm not. I can't wait to see this movie. I want it to be three parts. There's Lazo's the last man on earth, Snow Cone's the last man on earth, Slim Fast's the last man on earth, and just see how everyone's paths vary. That's a good treatment. We just need a big studio. I think you guys are just being a little bit. I don't think either one of you are going to do that. You don't? You could be right. I don't know what's going to no, happen. I, I just am afraid so. I'd be so lonely and not hearing anyone's voice, I'd want to go find them. That's all. But hopefully tomorrow when I wake up, you guys will be here. Everyone will be there. And we don't want to have to deal with it. I haven't heard anything on the news about this being a possibility. So it's good hanging out with you today. No, yeah, it was good hanging out with you. Good to see you, Snowcone. I like your shirt. You as well. Thank you. Yeah. Good show, Christopher Cross. Stay positive, kids. The Church of Laszlo. You sure about that? I don't know. Are you they still listen listening? to all of this? I think, yeah, you're still listening. See? I told you people listen all the way to the end. I lost a lot of people. No, no, no. They're here. And you know why they're here? Because we've got a great deal for them, Laszlo. Yeah. MyTrick-9.com, promo code PROBLEMATIC. You want to get high? Do it that way. <laughs> and uh, What? I mean, how much you get, we... Well, you want to get high, right? Yeah. Everybody wants to get high. Makes feel good. It's legal. You can buy it on the internet, and it tastes good. Get the Go Pack. Mitra-9.com, promo code PROBLEMATIC. Yep, just got a text. Why wouldn't you want to get high? Just got a text from a friend today. He's like, I'm running out of GoPacks. I got to get more. Actually, that happened to me. Really? A buddy of mine who never did it before. He's like, I just ordered the GoPacks. You got a few to get me through. That's Dude, I got a text today. Do we have any GoPacks here? They're sending more right now. So we we went through them. We got to start getting more of them ourselves. Mitra-9, it's M-I-T-R-A-9.com, and then just enter the promo code PROBLEMATIC. You can get the GoPacks. You can get the seltzers. I've got a fridge full of seltzers, too. I do like those. I can use a couple of those. Just go buy it. It helps us. And we yeah, like please. these guys. Thank you.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.